Could you? Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cruising Spider Media Football Show. I'm your host, Vince Side. This is episode 59. This is going to be a great show, ladies and gentlemen. How, happy Tuesday. Um, I got my boy, Ben Fair, uh, and your Jarrell Jones pretty soon. We're going to talk about college football. Uh, we're going to talk about week three recap, week four picks. So I'm looking forward to the show. Um, it's going to be great. And I want to shout out to my audience out there who um, we're, we're doing really well for on two sheets by me a football show. So shout out to the audience and whoever's listening in America and every country. Love you all. And I want to say happy birthday to my guy, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan uh, uh, Watson, man. He, uh, my guy, he's a Denver Broncos fan. And, and, you know, God bless Broncos fans. But with that being said, uh, Ben Fair, uh, what is going on with you? Andrew Jones, Drew Jones will join us soon. And and what is going on with you, Ben Fair? I'm looking forward to the podcast. Oh, there he is. So with that being said, Ben Fair, there we how, go. Are doing, how are you this Tuesday? Wonderful Tuesday because I'm, I got my ice water. I'm ready to go. So what's going on, Ben Fair? Happy, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you as well, Andrew. Good to see you, man. Sorry yes, I keep missing. Keep, sorry I keep missing your show, bro. I, I like my. Yeah, man. You, I mean, look, you're out on the west side, whatever. Like, that's understandable. Sometimes the show is too early in the whole darn day for people. So I thought you're never been fair. Get your sleep as much as possible, especially with these games. Sometimes keeping us up late. Yes. Fucking Spotify, man. I swear, I swear, I swear to God. Doing it, do, 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 they're doing it again, Andrew. Um, no, no, but seriously, uh, before Ben Fair comes back, uh, Andrew Jones, uh, before we talk about college football and everything, uh, before Ben Fair comes back, uh, Andrew Jarrell Jones, uh, what, what's your thoughts real quick? And I know you're a Jets fan. You're representing Jets Nation um, right now. And uh, I want to ask you, uh, what's your thoughts with, uh, you know, with, with Aaron Rodgers' injury, man? I mean, you know me, man. You know I love Salah, but I'm mm-hmm. a Jets Nation, and I really, really do, Andrew. You know you know me, um, and I love you, bro. But uh, how do you feel as a Jets fan, man? And overall, man, ding, ding, ding with that. But, yeah, man, how do you feel? Doom and gloom is how I feel. And you know that, Vince Ice, from talking to me almost every day or every other day when we do overall it's just in general on Twitter. You know the season was over the minute Aaron Rodgers went down, or at least the thoughts of being a Super Bowl contender was over. And then knowing that any chance for any positive record was that Wilson as your quarterback was over. So, we all knew it was over, and frankly, this is what the organization gets for putting itself in the Zach Wilson hole and committing to it Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, too, because they made the decision. So Ben Fair is coming back and yeah. hearing me having to stand <laughs> about these paper planes when I was trying to justify him having at least a, a, a late start to his days because of how late these games go, and now he doesn't have a chance always be at least an overall but basically overall no pun intended just season inside of hopes they've been they were done the minute Aaron Rodgers went down commendable that they beat the Bills still and how they own Josh Allen tactically but it was over the minute Aaron Rodgers went down so yeah that's how I feel and we'll see how they will go about their quarterback situation with Trevor Simeon now signed out of nowhere to him again yeah, Trevor uh, Simeon is now a New York Jet. Yes, he is. Champagne yes. guy. Oh <laughs> man, it is ugly for you. If, if, if I had my soundboard available, because I was like in the uh, press conference, so that's why I don't have it available. At but I, I will get, I will get the Kawhi or Charlie Murphy laugh for you, man. I, I'm gonna get it queued up. 
because that is the situation <laughs> that we're in where because of the system of then you can't hack it we have to now settle on Trevor Simeon because then you can't hack it there we go, there we go. <laughs> oh man I love Andrew Jones but you're, you're preaching you're preaching now with that being said uh thank you for uh Andrew Jones for your Jets Jets take and the Jets fan Jets nation we're listening to this by the way and uh now we're getting back to college football so yes fair real quick I didn't watch this game but you can tell the audience uh Georgia State versus Coastal Carolina. What do you want to talk about to the young audience <laughs> about the, about this game? I appreciate you talking about this game because there's a running back uh, that plays for Georgia State you're talking about. But go ahead, Ben. Ben. All right, Ben. Fair. Yeah, so um, Georgia State versus um, Coastal, Coastal Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. It was it was on Thursday. I thought it was a very good game. Um, I thought Coastal Carolina, you know, probably would have won that game just for them being, you know, a more – established and well-known football team for the last mm-hmm. probably 10 years, I would say. Yeah. Um, you know, they have a really good college quarterback as well. He's been there, I believe, like four or five years, Grayson McCall. Yeah. Um, and going up against Georgia State, um, their quarterback is is a dual threat. He kind of has he, – he has the ability to stay within the pocket and, and make the right plays. He has a nice, solid arm, but – he he can be a little bit of a turnover threat, but I I thought this game was only going to be won by Georgia State. Yeah. If their running back, who I love, uh, Marcus Carroll, yes, um, was going to have a was going to have a dominant game, and and he pretty much did. I mean, I believe he had just over a hundred yards rushing on the game, one or two touchdowns, mm-hmm. um, but he was just picking up big play after big play after big play and they're able to come out winning 30 to 17 and um remained undefeated so i wanted to give a shout out to to georgia state because they've been um a very very fun team to watch with marcus carroll as their running back uh, i i really do expect him to to be one of the primary running backs in the upcoming draft yeah georgia state's known for um for the running backs in the nfl yeah i mean i mean um you know I, I know a guy, he's on, he's on my team right now, uh, Elijah Mitchell. So, you know, so they're m- mostly known for running the football. So with that being said, Ben Fair and Andrew Jones, let's talk about, I, I love this game uh, that Ben Fair is going to talk about because we're about to fry double sweetie. Now, well, obviously Clemson fans as well, but no, it's FSU and um, Clemson. Uh, this is a great game. I, I watched it. Uh, shout out to Jordan Travis. Shout out to Kez Boy. He used to he's a receiver from Michigan State. Used to be Michigan State, but he transferred from Florida State. Was um you know D- um D- Dion um excuse me uh Coleman. Keon uh, Keon Coleman. Dion, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, Dion Coleman. So shout out to that guy, man. I mean, and and, and also Wilson, Dylan Wilson from Florida State. Um, listen, I know Clemson had a chance, Ben Fair and Andrew Jones, uh, to uh, to win the game with the field goal, and they obviously missed it. They Charlie Brown it. Um, but you know what? Shout out to Clemson. <laughs> Shout out to Florida State, man. I mean, I'm happy for Florida State fans. I'm sure they don't miss Jimbo Fisher, but I'm happy for Keon Coleman, Andrew Jones, and Ben Fair because we, you see what happened when you have a quarterback laugh out loud, Kevin Ben. But anyways, anyways, uh, fucking that. Peyton Thorn. Exactly, exactly. And the Clemson fans, I mean, we knew the season was done when they lost to Duke, and when they, you know, now they lost to Florida State. Um, you know, and that's what happened when you lose former Dabble's assistant, right, Ben? You know, Freeman and the guy from Oklahoma. But that's not no here nor there. But Ben Fair, what's your thoughts? And what do you got to say to Clemson fans? And, uh, you know, Dabble can't dab anymore. But go ahead, Ben. <laughs> but 
I was talking to I was talking to Kev when this game was going on, and um, we were just talking about how the downfall of Clemson yeah. is it's 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 evident. You can see it. Yeah. You can see it from the talent of the wide receiver room. Yep. You can see like you can see it from the the offensive line perspective. You like the defensive line is really solid this year. They got really solid linebackers as well, yes. but like. Their defense isn't what it was no. when they had Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson and, mm. and all of them. But um, I do think I do think Clemson isn't a powerhouse of what it of what it was when it was mm-hmm. in its little title title era. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dabo got a lot of hype. Uh, mm. I think I think the whole time Dabo got hyped up. Um, I think he had gener- he just had generational guys at, at the right time. You know, he had a generational wide receiver. You know, he had two generational quarterbacks. You know, he's had high-level defensive players, uh, you know, for a five-, six-year stretch. By the way, prayers for Mike Williams, but you keep going. Yeah, I mean, yeah, prayers for Mike Williams Mm -hmm. towards ACL again or something. Yes, yes. Yeah, sadly again. Um, But, yeah, Clemson, Clemson's not what it was. Losing their coordinators, it was massive. Facts. FSU, man, I thought they were going to lose it. Uh, it looked like Clemson was had control of the game late. Yeah, I played them. Um, yeah. Shout out FSU. What yeah. was it? They scored and they tied it up with like what two minutes left. Took it yeah, over time. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Keon Coleman, man. Yes. I, one thing I love about college football is when I see talented players finally leave a school and go and play with a talented Talk quarterback. Um, you see it over and over and over again. Like the only time it kind of didn't work out in the last couple of years was Jordan Addison was what wide receiver of the year with Kenny yep, Pickett, yep, yes. but yep, yep. but he went to USC and played with Caleb Williams, and the numbers and the numbers weren't there. The numbers weren't there. He had like fourteen, fifteen hundred yards with Kenny Pickett and less yeah. than a thousand with you guys. But mm-hmm. that was because you guys had four or five receivers last year. You know, you yeah. had Brendan yeah, Rice, you had Mario Williams. Yep. And you had another guy and Addison. You guys had four primary, and you had and you had Die in the backfield yes, who likes yes. to catch the ball as well. Travis Die, um, but it's cool. I'm I'm very happy for Keon Coleman, man. He was at what Michigan State, Michigan State with yeah. Peyton with Peyton Thorne for two years. Peyton, Peyton Thorne is absolutely awful. He had that one good year, I think, in 2020, 2021, yep. where he threw for like 3,000 yards, 20-some-odd yeah. touchdowns, and double, like single-digit interceptions. His mm-hmm. best year his best year in college football, and then he just completely forgot how to play football after that. I mean, you just, I mean just yeah. what? He just played – who did he play this last week? Auburn played, what, Texas A&M? Yeah. This, yeah. this yes, man threw did. for like – he threw for like 50 yards in the game against like, Texas hey, A&M. Hey, Sweetly! Get it out, please. Two pack of ass. <laughs> right, Peyton Thorne is absolutely awesome. And Ben, let's be real. Uh, Michigan State hasn't had a good quarterback because Kirk Cousins. Saying, Shout out all Nate this, Tucker. all this stuff going on with Mel Tucker at Michigan yeah. at Michigan it's crazy. State. It's crazy. I, yeah, I, 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 I've been telling Kev. I've been telling Kev all this stuff that's going on with Mel Tucker at Michigan State is Peyton Thorne, and that's why he left. They're blaming the wrong <laughs> man. Free Mel Tucker. It's Peyton Thorne you're looking for. He's at Auburn. Oh, man. Yeah, so Andrew Doug, what's your thoughts, man? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you can make fun of Pleasant fans and dabble, man. And also, let's keep it real, Ben Barron and Andrew Jones. I'm sure Florida State fans don't even miss Jimbo Fisher. I wonder how Jimbo Fisher's doing. I wonder if he's fishing right now. Who knows? But go ahead. 
I mean, they certainly don't miss Jimbo Fisher. Nope. And they honestly, even though probably a little bit of them still wishes it, it was handled better, but they probably are needing Deion Sanders to come back mm. to his own alma mater because Mike Noel has turned it around there. It Mike Norvell has turned it around in the last two years. Best. Yep. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it was now, looking bad. I'm not gonna lie, it was looking bad for it was looking what, really two bad. years ago. It was looking yes. bad two years yes, ago. Yes, it was looking bad. He bad. started the season what like 0 and three or one yes, and three, three yep, or something yep, like yep. it was horrible. I mean, it was so bad that it was more than Michael Jackson bad in terms of any song or anything for Mike Novell, and he was able. Now, yes, Jordan Travis being there for almost eons of eons of years has helped. In that way, because anything of any quarterback stability can really elevate any program. But you just have to give him credit in terms of the rest of the recruitment of the team. And and that's why they proved this past week against a Clemson team that was going to give their best. That Mm -hmm. knew that they were in double elimination. And that's what's the best thing about unpaid football in the Power 5 level. At the very least right now in a 14 playoff, before the 14 playoff expands, of course, is that really it's a double elimination season. You cannot afford to have two losses and think that you're going to be in the playoff position or think you're comfortably going to be a playoff contender. I tweeted tweeted that already, man. I made sure because last year Alabama probably had the greatest two-loss season of all time. Yes. Two two losses by a total of two points, both in overtime, both on the road in prime time. Yep. Probably the greatest two all season ever. And if we couldn't get in with that season, mm-hmm. Clemson does not deserve it this Hell year. No. I don't care if you lost to Florida State. You also lost to Duke. You lost to I, Dan, love, Duke. I love Duke basketball. Y'all know this. I <laughs> yes, love you Duke do. Basketball. But Duke football, I've never seen this shit good. Even when they had <laughs> Daniel Jones. I think nope. the best Daniel Jones ever did was go seven and five. That's right. They, it hasn't even been close to being anywhere near. This is what it is. And we know because of that, even if Duke runs the whole table the rest of the whole season yeah. and, and plays Florida State, that they're sure you still lost to Duke. You still <laughs> lost to Duke indeed. And you get, you get anybody even thinking to say that Clemson could run the table and go the rest of the way this season and be a playoff contender. Anyone even saying that right I think, now? I think they got Notre Dame again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they still have a, a, a decent schedule, but it's still what it is. Come on now. Give it <laughs> we know that it's over for them. And they had to win this game. So and Clay Cupnett was sharp. Clay Cupnett looked like the guy that I still feel could be in contention with Drew Allen. For a 2025 top pick or at least top quarterback in that draft class, so he's looking sharp, looking the opposite of how abysmal he looked against Duke and how yeah. uh, Riley he has Warren, gotten uh, better. He has gotten better. Yes, gotten a lot. He's looked like the guy that was supposed to be the guy to replace DJ Luongo. So, yeah. but he still didn't have the chance to make the key plays in that final drive and then down the stretch in overtime to have them overcome Florida State and get back into being a contender spot. So they're done. So Clapton might know well. And the tremendous play, indeed, by not only Jarvis, but this Patrick Payton. Goodness, this kid yes. is something. Like, he, 
he made two huge plays. And that's why they're a legit contender for the state and why Clemson is now looking like they're in the past. While Alabama only... got that win and we're going to talk about it, Clemson, you're finito and done. And Dabo, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. The, the thing, I don't know if Florida State, I think Florida State, they're going to, they might make it to the college football playoffs. And we'll talk about college, the landscape of college football, because it's not, this year, it's not like, you know, those one, two, over-the-top dominant teams. Mm. This, mm-hmm. the, the year this year, it is very, very open, I do think. Like, Florida State, to me, Kevin and I were talking about this. Like, they have Johnny Wilson and Keon Coleman, the two yeah. 6'5", 6'7", wide receivers on the outside. Hmm. And, you know, and they got Trey Benson, but they don't use Trey Benson enough. They don't, no. Um, and Kevin and I were wondering, like, maybe you you know who the guy is. Do they have an underneath kind of guy, Andrew? Because like, little- Johnny and Keon are their red zone threats. Like, Johnny made some big plays across the yeah. middle against Clemson, which was needed. If he didn't do that, they're <laughs> losing. Because, but normally Johnny and Keon, they just stick to the outside and yes. they usually just dominate in the red zone. Do they have a guy that they can use to like get them into that red zone or near the red zone so that then they can use Johnny and Keon more? Well, that's that's the concern, you know, for me, um, Ben. And it's a good question about that because you just see them as outside tall ball receivers, high point, make a play, but you need those slot guys that can be able to get open in and out, and we're going to see whether it's Winston Wright Jr., whether that's Destiny Hill is able to do something inside, but they just have a lot of guys that like to be on the outside, so I would say Winston Wright, hopefully for them, will emerge to Jordan Travis throughout the course of the season to be that real underneath guy. They need that. They, that is no question about that. Now, we know also that they won't face the defense is talented as Clemson the yep. rest of the season possibly so you know that is a thing that they have to have I think in their pocket and I'm so glad you mentioned that but um yeah uh, that is something where we'll see if they're going to be able to develop it and, 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 and hey they, they got through Clemson but you know you got Syracuse playing decently yeah. they still got Duke on the schedule we'll yes, see do. if Duke is going to be able to bring this form, and we'll talk about Duke's opponent this week. But, you know, we got Miami revitalized with Tyler Van Dyke. So, mm. Hey, shout out, shout out uh, Xavier Restrepo, one of the best yes. wide receivers in the country. Yes, mm. sir. Yes, sir. So we'll see what it is. But their bats are being in contention. They're halfway to being truly back for the state. Being for the state. And that's something none of us could have saw even at the beginning, especially at the beginning of last season yeah. for Mike Noel. Yeah. Um, before we talk about the Notre Dame game, by the way, guys, I want to definitely want Ben want to talk about uh, the Oregon Colorado game, and I know mm-hmm. what Colorado is going to do. Yada yada yada. The Dion haters are coming now. Listen to me. Here's the deal, right? Obviously, we knew I knew Oregon was going to win. Uh, obviously, we know how we don't we don't have Travis Hunter. That's what happened, right? So, I mean, I hate what the Oregon co coach did because he hasn't won shit. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, What'd he do? What'd he do? All he said was, they're here for clicks. We're here to win. And he's just trying to get his guys hyped up, man. Like, I I get it. Like, he hasn't done maybe as much as Dion. Yeah. Dion, you know, won his two championships at Jackson State. But Mm -hmm. 
Um, uh, like I'm not gonna hate on him for getting his guys hyped up, man. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Well, the the, the yeah. reason why well, I'll say this real quick, man. Especially with, especially with the performance they put on, bro. They yes. were there to play. Oh, for they were sure. there to play. For sure. I mean, the thing is, anytime any coach says something, the hype the team up, whether they have it available for all to see or in the locker room, that's their job to get their team hyped up. That's, and yeah. mind you. I forgot. I don't know if it was Michael Harrison, whoever the hell was stupid enough to do it for Colorado to yeah. just go on the field and do what they did the middle of the field to the Oregon jersey. So anything like that to hype up. Now I, I will say this though, Ben Fair, about the Atlantic saying this, all right? Yeah, the whole doing it for clicks and thing and him making this available and all that to see his um pregame speech. This is this is what's so weird about that though, is that the whole their flash. We're a program substance. This is a Colorado program that won one damn game last year. One. So they're three and oh. That's that's not just flash. Like that's substance when people gotta understand what Deion Sanders. Like they need to understand that this man is as much substance as he is flash. Like mm-hmm. the thing literally is just that. So that was like just something that was just just weird in that perspective where it's not like Colorado was USC coming in there and being all literally Hollywood. Yeah. This is a damn team that won one damn game last year. So then when he said at halftime, oh, you know, I'm glad people are now, you know, watching, you know, this whole game and watching this whole program. It's like your team is still Oregon. Exactly. You're Phil Knight School. Like you're not lacking for attention. You guys I'd have like so some yeah. of the biggest endorsements in college football. Exactly. Well, like so you why? have Nike. You have Nike in your back you pocket. Phil bro. Knight, coach, literally making sure his alma mater is good. So you're not lacking attention. Like you're, you're not. Why are you worried about or focused or feeling about Colorado getting touch? Colorado's getting touch because none of us thought they were gonna be. Anywhere near three and zero. Exactly. Like them this whole people, year. people you thought know? this. People thought this was going to happen versus TCU. Yeah. Exactly. We hell. They were twenty-one point underdogs against TCU. Yeah. So we're so we're shocked to see them three and zero, and that it's first two and zero to beat you know Matt Rule and them. I'm gonna say like even I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a big Matt Rule fan. Because I mean I don't. I what he did at Temple, cool, whatever. But it's fucking Temple, but. Um, but he showed it at Baylor. But he, he is. What did Baylor win? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, hey, look, it's still it's still pretty Baylor. You know what I mean? It's something where you got to give him that. But that's another at least discussion on the side. The thing about it is that we didn't expect hell Colorado to be one and zero, to be two and zero, and then to do what they did against Colorado State. Who played their best game ever? Should have easily been up. Should have easily had the upset. Possibly, we didn't expect them to be three and out. So yes. I don't know why Dan Lannon and all these people are are getting so upset. And I said straight up on overall on many of his platforms. I said he was jealous. Like he clearly was jealous because it's like you're getting upset over attention for a school that literally has a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. Coaching the team whose charisma is as as well. He's a marketing no. genius. Yeah, yes. just a marketing genius. Yes, and, and certainly, by the way, not that random um Caroline woman or whatever who they want <laughs> Bruce Feldman wouldn't do a damn article about her randomly, try to say, Oh, she's the reason why Dion's coaching college football and all that BS that he wrote. But you got you literally, literally 
are having a team that no one thought was going to be worth a damn their first year. And they, of course, they're going to get attention. Dan Lanning, Texas Tech, barely. So, like, who yeah. have you had in your schedule to get attention? Then you're Oregon. You're going to always get attention. You got the most popular damn mascot in the whole country. Like, what are you so pressed about that? So, that's the only thing with Dan Lanning that was the real legitimate thing is that, Dan, calm down. You're going to get attention. You're Oregon. There's a reason why Colorado's getting attention. There's no coach like Deion Sanders. You're on like prime, like Oregon. You've been on primetime TV for like 10 years. Exactly. I'm just throwing it like even 10 years, like 10 years is probably more than Colorado's entire life, even when Colorado was great. Yeah. <laughs> But but real quick, overall though, overall ding ding ding, you get are you guys were just like you know, were you what was your thoughts overall about the game? I know it was just a blowout, but can you say anything about Bo Nix so people can learn about Bo Nix? By the way, shout out to Bo Nix, but uh no, but seriously, even though fuck himself. But anyways, anyways, no um, fuck no, there ain't no fuck Bo Nix. Put some res- goddamn respect on Bo Nix's name, bro. But anyways, like, but how do you how'd you feel how'd you feel about the prospect during during the game? Huh? The prospects. I mean to me, I love Bo Nix to death. I think he's a phenomenal college quarterback. Yeah. I don't know what he's going to do at the NFL level. I, I right. want him to be good. Um, you know, I, I just think being an Oregon system really, really makes him look a lot better. Obviously, the talent's a lot better as well than what it was at Auburn. Right, right. Um, I hope he's good at in, in the NFL. But once again, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I really don't. Uh, Bucky Irvin, though I love Bucky Irvin. Uh, Bucky Irvin's a Swiss Army knife. Reminds mm-hmm. me of reminds me a lot of like Austin Eckler. I think he's yeah. a little bit bigger than Austin Eckler, but it reminds me of Austin Eckler, kind of like a compact running back, but he's super big, super strong guy. Uh, can catch it out of the backfield. Can be uh, your lead back in the backfield. Um, he can be a little bit of a bowling ball. Uh, incredible speed, maybe one of the faster running backs in the country uh, that's mm-hmm. available for the draft. The kid can hit a hole and take it to the end zone uh, on He's one impressive. carry. He's very, very good. Troy Franklin. Uh, Troy Franklin, I believe, is like a 6'2", outside, skinny frame wide receiver for Oregon. Mm-hmm. Absolute track star, though. Uh, he's a burner. Yes, uh, he he's is. been he's been Bo Nix's favorite wide receiver all year. Yeah I, yeah, I believe he has like six six touchdowns on the season already. Probably like five close to five hundred yards already total. Mm-hmm. Um, Trayshawn Holden, hopefully he can get it going a little bit more. I thought he'd be a a much bigger factor transferring in from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a nice little game against Colorado. He was the second leading receiver on the team. Um, but look out for Trayshawn. Trayshawn might come back another year um, for, like, a fifth year. Shador, this is Shador's worst game. Offensive line couldn't hold up. Nobody could get open. The only wide receiver that – obviously, they were without Travis. But yeah. I was extremely shocked how poorly Jimmy Horn played. Extremely mm-hmm. shocked. Uh, one catch all game for negative. Had a drop. Uh, Xavier Weaver. I think Xavier Weaver is probably their most consistent wide receiver. Shows yes. up every single game. Has about eight or eight or nine catches or more a game. Um, you know, didn't wasn't able to score today. That was unfortunate. Um, Dylan Edwards has disappeared from Colorado after the first game when he had that four touchdown, hundred and fifty yard game. Yes, uh, he's disappeared. 
Colorado's defense absolutely atrocious. I knew going into the game, if if they weren't stopping the run, they were gonna get they were gonna get run over. They they gave up going into the game against Oregon. Colorado's defense gave up 192 yards on the ground. That's, that's like that's like worse in the country. Um, they can't stop anybody on the ground. Oregon has a great running game. They have a two-headed backfield. Yeah. Even Bo Nix, if you allow him to, to get a hole, he can pick up some yardage here and there. Yeah. They just they couldn't stop Oregon. Um, and without Travis Hunter on that defense, they had nobody to go up against um, Troy Franklin. So it was just inevitable that Oregon was going to get or Oregon was going to win. But I just didn't see it being forty-two to six. I didn't see. Oregon's defense holding Shador Sanders to only six points. Yeah, before, well, before we talk about another Dame game, so Andrew, were you impressed with any prospects this game? Uh, I mean, the thing about it is that you had literally a men versus boys situation. I mean, hell, exactly. I mean, in fact, I would even say honestly, kindergarten boys uh, <laughs> situation between the offensive line, defensive lines of both teams, and we knew Colorado was going to have you know that big of an issue all season with that. So. You know, for the Troy Franklins of the world and at least the Bucky Rice of the world, something where I, I really want to see that, and I will judge them on the Texas Tech game as well as when they have their much tougher opponents throughout the course of the season. You no, know, Troy Franklin, he does give me a little bit of Chris Olave vibes here and there because he can be a fluid route runner and not just a track guy that just runs go routes. Like he has at least in him the subtleness to run routes. Now, with Bo Nix, the thing about it is that, first, it's weird. Like, Dan Lynn and that, like, Bo Nix ain't had attention where we knew literally Bo Nix getting hyped from high school. Literally, yes. and supposed to be Auburn's savior before he had to transfer and smartly transfer over to Oregon. Now, Bo Nix... Hey, hey say that last part again, Andrew. Smartly transferred. Wisely smartly transferred. Yes, and I'm please. and I'm going to say this real quick, gentlemen, because then I'm going to have to go to this press conference quick on Bo Nix because they said this press conference literally started like 30 minutes late. But, um, yeah, um, you know, Bo Nix, look, is, 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 Oregon has really been able to bring the best out of him. He can be able to make throws when he's has a clear pocket and everything. I still am concerned about Bo when it comes to it pressures in his face, and that's when it gets a little bit jittery. So it's something where yeah. I still feel Bo Nix in this very deep quarterback class is a second-round quarterback because yeah. class is so deep, you know, so, so deep. But at still, though, I still Potentially think... Potentially so, so deep. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you're right about potentially, that. Potentially the deepest quarterback class of all time. That's like, right. Cause, future cause we, future and present and, and uh, past. Because we thought, because we thought last year, and I still said it to this day, Michael Penix and KJ Jefferson made a mistake not going into the draft last year with this past year, and you know, and, and honestly, definitely it, KJ Jefferson because KJ's biggest flaw is he he has like a little bit of like Dak in him in clutch moments. He turns the ball like he can get you and keep you in a game, but when it's that clutch moment, he's got to make a play. His accuracy starts to slip. His decision making starts to slip. He wants well, to start. He wants to start throwing balls in the tight windows. Well, you know, I mean, he he was good against LSU late, and and really did his thing as BYU as best as possible. His, his offensive line, you know, let himself down. But he, LSU, he he did his thing in terms of at least doing his part. Defense just couldn't stop on their end. But I mean, he still uh, threw two interceptions, oh, and yeah. I, and I think he had a fumble. Yeah, but at least late, he really able to keep his eyes down the field, made a good throw down the field, touchdown, 
able to make it happen. But I still felt that he should have came out last year, and I thought he had a chance to be a first-round quarterback if he was in this past draft. Now that's going to be a little bit difficult to do it with how crowded it is up there. He definitely would have been second, third round at worst. Yeah. So, you know, Bo Nix, I still feel, has limitations as a round two quarterback. So I just think that it's going to be what is going to happen with him again when he faces a D line that can constantly pressure him and he's not always in not being able to, cause he should lose his, he should be being more of a dual threat. Frankly, he has the athleticism to consistently do that, but I still feel there's concerns with him, which your door. Look, I said this and I still am standing by this. I have Shador literally, you know, behind Caleb now in terms of quarterbacks mm. and, and had a Drake May because Shador, first off, he's been hit constantly this year. So you give Shador, he's already been accurate. He's with been hit way more than spot. any other quarterback. Yeah. It's, so not, it's get, not even close. I mean, it's not even close. So if you give him, he's already been able to throw under pressure. He's been able to show those subtleties that whether Brady or whoever has been able to help him with, but he showed that at Jackson State. So the guy literally really has that feel that when I see Drake May, Drake May last week, well, not against Pittsburgh, even though he had some throws here and there that was a little in, but last week, obviously against Minnesota, he can have these crazy panic interceptions out of nowhere. But, so, but Andrew, going, going to Shador – we, you and I have had this conversation, I think, once or twice. We saw this at Jackson State. He used his legs at Jackson State. He knows his offensive line isn't good at Colorado. Yeah. Why is yeah. he staying in the pocket so much? Like, yeah, guys, I agree, I agree with every you now and that. then we see him extend plays with his legs to, to allow his wide receivers to get open. Why isn't he doing that more? Or why isn't he taking that pressure and finding a hole and trying to escape? Well, I agree with you, Ben. I just think, you know. He's taking, he's taking way too many sacks. He is, and I think Dion, that should be on him and the offensive coordinator to just say, hey, we need to run you, get you out of pressure, because you'll do threat. You can do that. Just trying to show he can stay in the pocket, and he doesn't need to do that. So I agree with you with that. I think he needs to really start flushing, and this week we're going to see against USC because he's going to need to do that. Mm-hmm. And those ridiculous hits. Yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna have that big boy coming out the middle. That they what got from Georgia? You ain't, you ain't lied about that, y'all. All right, y'all. I gotta get out here real quick because they saw this ridiculous thing late. But I'll try to see if I can be able to come back on towards the end or whatnot. But appreciate it. Uh, if we if you don't come back, Andrew, on Wednesday, I want to talk to you about Cameron Ward from Washington okay, State. Okay, okay, okay. Ben, he's he's tied with Drake May in my in my draft. When this okay, was last he, he's been he's been phenomenal all he, season he, long. I, I, want, I, I want him I, to get I, his recognition I, that he deserves. I have him over Penix, frankly, you know, uh, slightly. So I have him tied with Drake May for number three. And this yeah. is before Oregon State. So uh, you know me. I've been Cam Ward last year and this year for sure. If anybody pays attention – Cam was top 15 pick in my mind, but we'll, we'll talk about that more, at least in overall, wherever. So I got y'all. All right. All right. Holla at y'all. Right. Yep. Peace, peace out, Andrew. Yep. All right. Now, um, Ben, did you watch the Notre Dame game at all? Um, I didn't watch it, no, but I did see a couple couple clips. Um, one thing I did wanted to talk about Tell me. Um, last, play, last two plays of the game, I had noticed. Uh, Notre Dame only had ten players defensively on the field. Yeah, last did. two plays of the game. Yes, they did. Um, you know, I could see one one play, but to have two plays 
in the most critical moment of the entire game, <laughs> and you're in the goal line, and you only have ten guys, um, you know that's crucial. That's that's embarrassing to the coaching staff. Yes. From the head coach down. That's embarrassing yeah. to the players yeah. for not recognizing, hey, shit, we only got 10 dudes. Like, middle linebacker, why aren't you counting your guys? Safety, why aren't you counting your guys? Um, that's that's very inexcusable because who knows, if you have the 11th man, maybe you get your stop and maybe, yes. you know, you're yes. able to win the game. Yes. Um, so, crazy crazy that that happened. But, see, my, um, see, my thing is, but by the way, I got a message for Michigan fans, by the way. Um, and shout out to Ohio State. Shout out to Ryan Day. What a game. Uh, I think Ohio State won that game. First of all, shout out to Marvin Harrison Jr. The guy's fucking legit. Um, and I'll, I, let's keep it real, Ben. Ohio State always, they always have weapons. Not surprising. Um, because a lot of Michigan fans were talking shit about their um, a lot of Ohio State quarterback uh, this year. And, and the guy balled out. Uh, I think Ohio State won that game, in my view, because Harvey took a sack, man. Just like Harvey, just just throw it, just throw it away, man. Don't just don't take the sack, man. Give and give Ohio State time. But shout out to Ohio State, what a win! And I think Michigan fans should pay attention to Ohio State and Penn State, Ben, because actually Penn State, I think they actually have a quarterback. No, um, yeah, Penn State definitely has a quarterback. I think Drew Drew Alar. Sorry, I was gonna say Drew Alar is really good. Um, he is, he, and he doesn't even have like an insane wide receiver like they had the last couple of years, you know, right, they, right. He, he doesn't have a Jahan Dotson at Penn state right now. Like he doesn't oh. have who they had last year. Jamal, what was it? Like a Jamal Tinsley or Jamal. Tins, something. Yeah. Uh, the guy that's on Washington that made the Washington uh, depth chart. Um, he was really good. Oh, Jahan he, Dotson, yeah. No, no, no. We got obviously Jahan Dotson was two years ago. We got another guy from them last year. Really? Okay, he was, he was an originally a Western Kentucky guy. And then he transferred to Penn State his last year. Uh, he didn't have the craziest year at Penn State last year, but his when he was with Bailey Zape at Western Kentucky, he had like a 1,500-yard season with Bailey Zape. Um, Zap, yeah. Okay. Bailey Zape, Bailey Zap, whatever. Yeah, you know you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. But no, no Drew is Drew really good. He's, he's a very efficient guy. Um, he, he's got the build that you want for a quarterback, a tall – um, you know, six three, six four ish quarterback, two hundred and twenty five pounds, two hundred thirty pounds. He's gonna get a little bit bigger, I'm sure, with age as well. Um, and for what he did against what's supposed to be one of the a top notch. By the way, you're talking about uh, Mitchell Iowa Tinsley. squad. Tinsley. Mitchell Mitchell Tinsley, yeah, there yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, what he was able to do against Iowa team, like I said, he didn't put up ridiculous yards, but he was very efficient. He was able to get his, he was able to pick his spots. Mm-hmm. Um, to do that against a very, very good Iowa team, it's very hard to do. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, shout out Drew Alar. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and and uh, shout out to Ohio State as well. And uh, we'll see what they do. Yeah, fuck Ohio State. Uh, shout right, out, right, shout right, out right, CJ. Right, hey, right, shout right. out CJ Stroud though. You do realize the Ohio State fan will listen to this podcast. All right, then. Anyways, anyways. I don't care. Come oh, find right. me. Come <laughs> find Anyways, Ben, what can you say about real quick before we move on to the NFL? Because I want, I want to talk about your game buddy, uh, real quick. Shout out, by the way, great throw to Hale, by the way. Great touchdown by Hale, by the way. Uh, that, in my opinion, that's really how you guys won the game. Uh, that's, that's That was game over when that touchdown happened. But to, to tell Bama fans, what was your thoughts about this game? Shout out to Lane Kiffin. What a game, by the way. Um, even though they scored, I think, 10 points. But as a Bama fan yourself, Ben, were you impressed or grade that game for, for your Bama, for your Bama team? Would you give them, you know, B plus, A minus, 
how what was your thoughts about the performance overall? Uh, yeah, I would give it a B plus. Um, defensively, obviously they were incredible. Um, yes. Yes. You know they got to Jack. They started getting to Jackson Dart. I think we sacked them five times on the yes, game. Yes, did. Um, you know he didn't score a single touchdown, or he didn't score a single pass to touchdown. He got that one on the ground mm-hmm. early, early in the game. Uh, you know we, we were able to turn them over. Uh, we were able to stop Quinchon Junkins for get, from getting anything really going. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it kind of sucked that. I mean, they were without their best receiver, Trey Harris. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, because um, that's their big. That's the guy that they use to open up the, open up the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sucked to see them not have him. But I was glad that we were able to take uh, take advantage of the opportunity that they presented us. Mm-hmm. Um, Running game was solid. It could have been even better. Jalen Milrow was taking some ill-advised uh, sacks and tackles for losses. Because yes, I mean, if Jalen didn't take so many hits in the backfield, he, he he probably would have had like maybe 60, 70 yards on the ground, but it ended up having only twenty eight. Yep. Um, offensive line was struggling the first half to to it get was. any type of any type of block, whether it was passing or block or run. Yeah. Uh, but they, they cleaned it up in the second half. They allowed uh, Jason McClellan to really get going. Mm-hmm. Jalen Milrow looked really good with all his throws outside the interception he, he threw in the end zone. Um, it was a very, very bad interception. It was do- double coverage. Yes, it you, was. Had, you, you had the corner underneath right there to pick it off. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very um, – just a very, very bad throw. Um, I want to give a shout-out, though, to Terry on Arnold, man. Yes, um, yes. He's our cornerback. Uh, he's our second corner. I believe he's only a sophomore. Yeah. First year starting. Um, Lane Kiffin last year tore Terry and Arnold apart. Mm. Uh, so it was cool, uh, you know, for them to see them try to test Terry on um, and see Terry on step up to to the occasion and really mm-hmm. really shine. He had a great game. He's been phenomenal for us all year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think teams eventually are going to stop testing him. I think definitely next year when he's a junior, uh-huh. teams are not going to test him because he's he will have two years of experience under his belt. And like I said, he's getting better game after game after game yes. so far this year. Um, he's probably going to be a, one of those great Alabama DBs in the NFL. Yes, Mal- Malachi Moore, phenomenal, uh, one of the best DBs in Alabama history. Um, he's, he's just like Brian Branch. He's a do it all type of DB. Mm. Um, Dallas Turner killed this game. He's been on a tear this season. Uh, yes. he had, he had two sacks. Um, shout out Tim Smith. He had almost two sacks. Chris Broswell almost had two sacks. Um, defense has been outstanding all year. Hopefully Nick Saban sticks to, um, Jalen Milrow for the rest of the season. I do believe yes. he's our best chance if we want to win anything this year. Um, you know, just let the guy continue to build, you know, some experience, you know, continue getting reps in, continue getting comfortable in the offense and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe start even designing a little bit more that benefits him in the run game. Um, some more, you know, designated quarterback draws, but, um, I I think we're good. It was, it was definitely a very big one. The last thing we wanted to do is lose two, two in a row. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. Now, real quick. So we will do game picks real quick before we talk about NFL. Obviously, good game by the way. I'm gonna watch this game. Utah at o- Oregon State. DJ versus 
possibly with Cam Rising. We will see if Cam plays. But you, they're playing well with that Cam Rising, by the way, Ben. So, with that being said, Ben, who do you got at Oregon State? I got Utah, for sure. Um, it's at Oregon State. Oregon State, unfortunately, lost this weekend. They did. Um, even though their running backs had had a very good uh, game together. I think they had like 180 combined yards between the uh-huh. two star running backs, but they're going to, it's going to have, they're going to have a very hard time against Utah's defense. Uh, yeah, Utah, so Utah did very, very well this, this weekend uh, against UCLA. It was crazy. UCLA um, defense played good too. But yeah, I believe yeah. they, they held like Cameron Steele to like 30 yards rushing. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to see what they do against Damian Martinez, Oregon State's running back, but yes, I got, I got Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. USC at Colorado. I'm, well, obviously, I'm a USC fan. I'm going to pick USC. Let me ask you, do you think this game's going to be close, people think? Or no. do you think USC might blow them out? I think y'all might blow them out. Um, depending on his, how y'all's defense looks. If y'all's defense looks anything like Oregon's, yeah, it's definitely going to be another blowout, unfortunately. Well, I'll say this. With Alex Grinch, you never know. How about that? I mean, listen, <laughs> Lincoln Riley loves him. I mean, but like you said, that Georgia guy we picked up, that was key. That was really key. So there you go. Uh, something Alexander, right? I, I forget. I, I forget his first name, but his last name is Alexander. But you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, um, there's one. I think there's one more game. Um, actually, Ben, ben you I think I think this Kansas versus Texas game is gonna be uh, yes, shockingly yes. a good one. Um, Jaden Daniels. Texas. Jayden, huh? You think Texas will win that game? Or you think Kansas? Could yeah, win? I mean, I think Texas wins it just because yeah. they they should have more talent. They're way but, better. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's it's going to be a cool quarterback battle. It should be uh, with Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Uh, versus Quinn Ewers. Now, what about South Carolina at Tennessee? So you think uh you think uh you know former Oklahoma quarterback? Can, um. Uh... I think this game can go either way. I really mm. do. Um. South Carolina's defense is going to have to show up. Yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee does like to run the ball periodically. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you do want to make Joe Milton more of a runner than he is a passer. Uh huh. Um, hopefully they can get Xavier Leggett to keep playing the way he is, their star wide receiver. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he leads the country in, in um, I believe, receptions and wide receiver yards. Uh-huh. And he just scored his first touchdown of the season last week. Mm-hmm. Um, if they, if Tennessee doesn't have someone who can stop Xavier Leggett, if they don't get after Spencer Rattler, South Carolina could win. But with it being at Tennessee – I do favor Tennessee just a little bit. Better not lose on Jonathan Watson. Our boy Jonathan Watson. Jonathan Sports for you. His birthday's today. Shout out to you, Jonathan. Shout out, John. Yes, sir. Uh, LSU versus Mississippi should be a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackson Dart versus Jaden Daniel. Quinchon Junkins, Malik Neighbors. Um, it should be a lot of you know a lot of possible prospects of the NFL draft in that game. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, obviously. Kelly, Brian Kelly versus um, Lane Kiffin ah. should be very, 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 very fun. Especially with the quarterbacks um, too. Yeah, and the, and the games at Ole Miss, so that game should be a lot of fun. And then got obviously, I got Mississippi man. Obviously, I'm gonna take. Obviously, it's screw LSU all day. All right, all right. Uh, okay. And I, you know, I love Lane Kiffin, man. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Now, what about this, Ben? You think Duke could be Notre Dame at Duke? How do you feel? So Notre Dame, our dude's been very surprising this year. I, yes. I I really do like Riley Leonard. I think he's better than Daniel Jones was at this point in Daniel oh, Jones's no career. I, give you that. Yes, yes. Um, I think they have some nice players on the on their offense. I like their 
their running back duo. Mm-hmm. Um, I like their wide receiver duo. Um, I think their defensive line is pretty solid. I think uh-huh. their defense as a whole is pretty solid. But I think, you know, going up against a Notre Dame defensive line, it's going to be their biggest test. Obviously, you got Joe Alt, who's like the best old lineman in all of college football. Yes. Notre Dame as a whole has probably a top 15, top 20 old line in all of college football. Uh, so it's going to be a real test. If if uh, Duke can get pressure on Sam Hartman and their their uh, DBs can, um, you know, cover up some of their wide receivers, I could see it maybe going Duke's way. Um, Duke's uh, going to have to score some points, though. They're definitely going to have to score some points. Notre Dame just only gave up, what, 17 Ohio State, uh-huh. who has, you know, obviously – two really, really good wide receivers, a really good running back, and they uh-huh. only scored 17 on them. So, Duke, for them to win this game, they're going to have to score probably 28 or more points. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, listen, I am hope Duke wins that game, game by the way. Uh, I hate Notre Dame, but if I had to bet my money, I think Notre Dame wins that game. Um, That's pretty much it uh, for college football. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens next week for our recap for our college football we'll talk. talk. Uh, now, Oh, uh, the week three recap, Ben. Uh, real quick. So we'll go to your game first. And Ben, I'm not going to talk Commander Ben's this. And Jamie, Tariq, hopefully every Commander Ben is going to listen to me right here, right? Here's my thing, right? Now, I'm not going to get on Eric the enemy. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I, I can't do it. Because here's my thing. When I, was, when I was watching the game, at the end of the day, you got bet, beat by a better team. That's number one. Number two, Ben, is somehow, here's my thing, right? I literally tweeted, Sam, H O W. Um, and question mark because sometimes he's gonna frustrate you. Sometimes he holds he's old he holds the um the ball um uh, um uh, um I would uh, how can I say this a long time and Sam you just throw the ball away if you're trying uh, if if you're getting almost tackled um and I I I was hoping for the enemy to run the ball a little bit to get the obviously to get the field goal range obviously but you know but for me it's it's honestly your defense played really well in my view I know. I know the score doesn't show that, but for me, Ben, your defense played well in the first half. It's just somehow gave the ball away, Ben, and it's it's unfortunate. Um, but listen, I'm not blaming the enemy. I uh, got listen. I, I would tell Commander fans this: you're two and one, and you got to be better, better team. Your thoughts? No, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I woke up late, so I missed this game completely, um, and it honestly it kind of killed my vibe for the whole Sunday. Uh, when I I woke up and saw a thirty-seven to three, I was just I was speechless for one. Um, I I didn't expect us to win. Obviously, the Bills are are a much better team than way us. better. Yeah. Um, you know, great defense, probably top five quarterback. You know, top five, top three wide receiver in the NFL. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, a much better O line than ours. So, um, better head coach than ours. So I expected them to beat us. You know, I didn't expect us them to blow us out though. Um. You know, that's a disgraceful performance by the offense. It's a disgraceful performance by the defense. Um, that, that offensive line in, in Washington is, is god-awful. It's yeah, god-awful. Yeah. Um, I understand from center, left guard, left tackle is all a question mark. Yeah. Um, but, like, even our right side. I've seen our right side get beat up and – yeah. You know, our right tackle, the, the the guy we brought in from Kansas City that was with the enemy, yeah. you know, he, he hasn't been as good as he was when he was in in Kansas City. He was much better in Kansas City. Mm. Um, Sam Cosme, 
I feel bad for Sam Cosme. I mean, this guy played every position on the offensive line at Texas, but yeah. he was more comfortable being a left tackle or a right tackle. And he was really good at right tackle for his last year. And then they moved him in the guard this year. And, you know, he's had his moments where he looks really good, but also he's had his moments where he's, get, where he's getting beat by bigger guys. Yeah. Um, so the offensive line's got to play better for Sam Howell, you know, to reach any sort of potential that he has. Um, and like you said, Sam's got to throw the ball away, man. Um, there you go. Holding, holding on to the ball way too long. He's trying to fit balls in the in those spots that you just can't do it. Yes, yes. Like you, you may have the arm. You may think you have the arm, but bro, guys are so fast in the, at the NFL level. Uh, yep. They can cover so much ground so quick. Um, yeah. But I mean, he's still super young. Like I, I you know me, I don't believe in him whatsever. No, no, but you're, you're I, it, it, it's my team. I do want to see him succeed. It is my team. I don't want to see my team lose. Um, but like you said, it, it was expected for us to lose. It, it's just sad how, how bad we lost. Yeah, and also, listen, at the end of the day, it's a win-win for Washington, in my view, right? He's a fifth-round pick. You can say, oh, shit, he's a fifth-round pick for a reason. Remember, he was a projection. Yeah, I mean, shit, pick. we're paying him like a million bucks. Like... Exactly. It's nothing. It's nothing. So, and guess what? Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He sucks. They can drive a, There's Listen, this, this year's quarterbacks are loaded, so there you go. How about that? Washington defense could be even more happier. Uh, yeah, but anyways, good job for the Bills. Now, with that being said, Ben, Falcons and, and Lions. First of all, big shout out to Brian Branch. We knew that we knew. I'm sorry, not Brian Branch. Brian Branch. He played really well in this game. Uh, shout out to Gibbs. He played well in this game. Um, and, 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 and you know what's crazy, Ben? It, the Falcons just had it quarterback. I know we're gonna listen. I'm, I'm for me. Here's my deal, right? I know it's easy to say we gotta wait until like the full season to see how good Ritter is. But my thing is, man, this is just me, Ben. And I feel for Jody because the Falcons are great to watch, man. You got B. John Robinson um, and the other running back, obviously. Then you got Drake London. Yeah, and, the, you know, their defense isn't bad. It isn't you know, bad. It's, it's, got, it's, got some guys, it's got some guys here and there. Yeah, they're in this game. And I think, in my opinion, by the way, this is my odd take. I mean, so if he was available at the trade deadline, because I want to see how – he's from Georgia. You probably know who I'm talking about now. People are going to think – No, Heineke's not getting in. No, no, no. I didn't say that. I said – Oh, that's I, who I thought – because you said he's from Georgia, so oh, I immediately no, no. thought Taylor Heineke. No, another guy from Georgia that was, was, should have played for Georgia, the Bulldogs, you know who I'm talking about, is Justin Fields. I mean, Fields with this – No, Fields, Fields. Bro, have you seen – I want to believe in Fields because I have him in one of my fantasy leagues. Yes. But – yeah, he's not playing well, bro. I got a question for Ben, but here's the deal. And uh, hopefully Andrew – I mean, I, I definitely think Atlanta has – I don't think they have necessarily – maybe they have just as many weapons. Maybe I have a question for you. But they question. definitely have a better O-line than Chicago you, does. Do you think Fields is playing bad because of coaching in Chicago? No, I think he's – I mean, I think it's coaching and offensive line. There you go. His offensive lines. His, like, bro, they had, what, 100-some million dollars? Yes. And they got, like, one O-lineman? Yeah, they didn't like, so and what they and what they overpaid? Didn't they overpay Orlando Brown? Yeah, no, they didn't. That was that was the Bengals. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, the Bengals overpaid Orlando Brown. Who they overpay? Who did the Bears overpay? Tremaine Edmonds, keep going. Yep. No offensive line. I don't think they overpay for Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds is a top tier, top tier uh, linebacker. Yeah. And it might have been a little bit. It, it seems like a lot of money compared to what they paid. The other guy that they got from the Eagles from Philly, um, but 
Oh, TJ Edwards, yeah. Yeah, TJ Edwards. When you look at TJ Edwards' contract compared to his contract, yeah, it looks like a lot. Like You're like, holy shit, because it's like a third of the contract. But yeah, Tremaine yeah. Edmonds is super young. They got him for like what, four years, five years. Yeah. And they're paying him some money. So what? He's, he's a top-tier linebacker in the NFL. Yeah. It is, it is a lot of money, but he is still a top-tier linebacker in the NFL. And real quick, but by the way, what, what was your thoughts about this game? And also, and line fans, we will see if Brad Holmes – pays Jared Goff. Now, I don't think he deserves 100 mil that he thinks he deserves, but we will see. But with that being said, Ben, we're not surprised with how your boy Brian Branch played. Shout out to Brian Branch. Um, I, I just feel like the better team won. And I feel like if the Falcons actually had a competent quarterback, I think they beat the Lions this game. I mean, I mean, I mean but anyways, it is what it is. Uh, but shout out to uh, Pierre and Lee. But anyways, your thoughts? And like I said, shout out to Brian Branch. Yeah, I mean, uh, shout out to Jameer Gibbs. Really good game. Yeah. You know, his best game since David Montgomery's been out. Yes. yes. I, I think David Montgomery comes back this week, though. Yes. Uh, so they, they should go back to splint carries, which is unfortunate because Jameer Gibbs just showed that he can easily be the, the, the primary yeah. running back. Um, Sam Laporta, man. Uh, uh-huh. I, was, I was wrong about Sam Laporta, man. Uh, I got to give him his props. Um, I believe he leads not just rookie tight ends and receptions and yards, but he leads all tight ends and receptions and yards. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been phenomenal for them coming out of Iowa. He's been a great replacement for them over TJ Hawkinson. He's much cheaper than TJ Hawkinson. But at the end of the day, Ben, I was surprised at this point with Iowa tight ends, but keep going. It's all good. No, I mean, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, Iowa, if there's one thing Iowa's going to produce, it's a, it's a tight end for sure, but I just wasn't sold on Sam coming out of college because, right. and, and I think that that's my own fault because, you know, Iowa unfortunately the last two years hasn't had a quarterback to to really yeah. showcase Fair. what Sam Porter can and do. We even have one now because of yeah, I mean, Kate, yeah, K McNamara is god awful. Um, K McNamara was tra- was absolutely atrocious versus uh, Penn State the other night, but um, yeah, Sam Porter, man, congratulations to you. You've been great for the Falcons. Only way the Falcons are going to win games this year is, is if they're able <coughs> to run the ball. Yeah. Um. You know, Bijan only got ten carries. Tyler Algier only got seven. Um. You know, you probably want Bijan more around fifteen or more. You probably want Tyler Algier around ten or twelve. Um. You don't want uh Desmond Ritter having to throw the ball thirty no, times. Hell, he missed 30, a lot of throws. You, you, you don't want him throwing the ball thirty eight times. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, it's just a recipe for for disaster. Yeah. Um, Falcons. I just don't think they have enough when it comes to weapons for Desmond Ritter to be that type of quarterback yet. Yeah, they have Kyle Pitts, but Kyle Pitts, unfortunately, he's had some issues finding open open areas on the defense. Um, mm. Drake London as well. I think Drake London had that one good game. Yes. Uh, but he kind of he's kind of been disappearing here and there. Um, Obviously, Bijan gets his stuff here and there, but they're primarily a running team, and if they can't run the ball, they're probably going to lose a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. Well, big shout-out. We're here by the uh, – good win for the Packers, by the way. Prayers for Derek Carr. Hopefully, he was okay. But, man, this is defense, man. It's yeah, he went out with, what, a shoulder injury? Yeah, shoulder injury, yeah. But you know what? You know what? I want to see if this Packers team's healthy because I'm beginning to like this team. I mean, Jordan Love is obviously finding a connection with Romeo Dubs, South of the Dubs. Uh, great comeback for the Packers. I mean, they never gave up Ben. Uh, ben. Shout, shout out to Matt LaFleur. Um, great win for the Packers. Now we will see how they do against Detroit. I heard Christian Watson might play this Thursday. So there you go. Shout out to Christian Watson. But your thoughts, to uh, Ben, what can you tell Packer fans? And I'll just tell Saints fans this. Um, 
No, I don't, well, Jameis Winston's back, and that's number one. Uh, you know, you never know what you're gonna get from this man. I'm e- just saying that. Eating doves. I'm eating doves. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. He did give him the drive to win the game, and obviously the field goal uh, kicker missed it. But at the end of the day, Ben, I'll, I can tell Packer fans this: they have they have weapons, man. Romeo, Romeo Dubs, the Michigan State receiver. Hopefully, Aaron Jones gets to come back. Um, obviously, they have AJ Dillon, but they have not bad weapons, Ben. I mean, South Jordan Love, he played really, really, really well. And shout out to the Packers defense, Ben didn't 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 give up. If you're a Packers fan, if you're listening to this, the good thing is this team never gave up to the end. Your thoughts, Ben? No, I mean, um, give credit to Jordan Love. I mean, you you already said it. Um, you know, obviously he's not Aaron Rodgers. No, hell um, no. But you know, maybe he could be. Uh, he's you know, he's led the Packers to what two and one for the uh-huh, first three weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure that's better than some people thought it would be. Um, he wasn't the most efficient this game. No. Um, but you know, still able to put two scores on the, on the board. Was able to showcase his legs a little bit. Um, they're definitely missing Aaron Jones. Yes, yes. Um, AJ Dillon unfortunately hasn't been able to carry the workload by himself. No, no. Um, Romeo Dubs, man, uh, he's having a massive sophomore year. Uh, mm-hmm. I love to, I love to see it. Um, big, big playmaker out of Nevada. Uh-huh. Um, Jaden, Jaden Reed, man, he continues to have a good game every uh, week after week after yes. week. He seems to be one of Jordan Love's favorite targets. Facts, yeah. Shout, shout yeah. out our boy, shout out our boy Kev, Kev Michigan yeah. State. Um, but yeah, Packers, you guys are playing well. Your defense is playing well. Um, Derek Carr, hopefully, I, I hope you get better. The Saints, um, you know, maybe the Saints win this game if they have Jamal Williams or if they had uh, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, he's back this week. Alvin, uh, yeah. yeah, Alvin's back this week, which is perfect for them. Um, <coughs> it makes them a little bit more dangerous. Yes. Having Olave and Michael Thomas uh, and Troy Jones and um, Rashid Shahid back yes. there. So, um the Saints, I don't think you have anything to worry about um, unless Derek Carr's injury is pretty massive. Uh, if Jameis Winston's got to be your quarterback for a couple of weeks, uh, you're probably going to lose a couple of games. True, but he, the good thing is he's crap, so there you go, right? Uh, but anyways, um, Texans and Jaguars. Um, by the way, let me ask you a question, man. Well, first of all, shout out to the Texans. Shout out to Mika Ryan's first win. I'm happy for him. Shout out to, um, you know, Tank Dell. Uh, shout out to C.S. Stroud. He's been playing well each game uh, and learning and learning and learning. Um, and shout out to the power center got the touchdown. Let me ask the this. fullback. Shout out to fullback. Yes, yes. Ben, shout out, shout out, fullbacks, man. Oh, Jacksonville Jaguars, listen to this podcast because what the fuck is happening to the Jaguars, Ben? Because let me listen. I know it's week three, right? And obviously, everybody have overreaction. I, but my, my thing is, see, my my thing is is listen, we call some people think Trevor Lawrence is a top ten quarterback. Now, um, he's not playing like it right now. Obviously, a week one, obviously, listen, they beat the Colts. Um, Week one, two week two, they got beat by the Chiefs. Whatever, right? Chiefs, Chiefs are good, and then they get beat by the Texans. I know it's a division game, but um, but anyways, Ben, your thoughts? What can you tell Jaguar fans to be patient, or are you starting to worry about the offense? Because to me, they have receivers. What's the excuse, right? Like, what's the excuse, Ben? I mean, I, I think their offensive line is still is still young. Uh, okay. I think that's the thing. They're still missing a couple pieces up there. Okay. Every, every every now and then, you see you see Trevor Lawrence have to throw in a pressure. Or you have to see him flush out to his left or right to try and yep. extend the play. Yep. Um, I think Trevor is still working on, you know, trying to read coverages from time to time. I think he's yes. still – I think he's, he tries to force throws. 
at the, at the NFL level that he didn't necessarily have to force at the college level just because his players were usually better than the opponent. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's a much e- more even playing field at, at the NFL level. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the throws he made in college, he, can't, he just can't make here. Um, guys are way too fast. Oh, do, oh, do teams finally have tape on them? Maybe like you know. I mean, like that too. That too. Usually, I mean, but his rookie year, guys didn't have tape on him. He was atrocious. Yeah, he was. Um, he's he's gotten better. It's just, I I still think Trevor. I don't think he's top ten yet, but I do think. Hell no. I do think could be. Could be. I do think in the next year or two, he could definitely be up there. Um, yes. He definitely has potential to even be top five. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I think right now though, just obviously that first game. Him and Calvin Ridley had a great connection. Calvin yes, kept, kept getting open. And these last two weeks, Calvin, you know, hasn't necessarily had the best game. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, Christian Kirk kind of, you know, he had his one little touchdown. But, yeah. you know, he had like eight or nine catches last game, and he only had four catches this game. Yeah. Um, Evan Ingram's probably been the most consistent guy. Uh, Evan Ingram's looking like he could be a Pro Bowl tight end again, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he's got to go up against Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, for that conversation. But um, and even Mark Andrews. But yeah, um, yeah, he's been playing great. But the Jaguars, they're still a young team. Like yes, the they t- They're not the youngest team in the NFL, but they're still a super young team. Mm-hmm. That defense is young. Their offense is young. Um, I, I see them bouncing back. I mean, I went in panic right now. No, yeah, no. yeah 20, you're one. 20, you're, you're one and two. Yeah, you're yeah. one and two. But you can easily, you know, find a rhythm and, and start start winning games you know stockpiling games back to back to back um it is unfortunate that you only put 17 up against houston yeah but um I, I you know it's crazy Man, they didn't have stingley for six weeks yeah so there you go <clears throat> yeah but i mean shout out cj stroud yes all right there you go it's all it's all good it's all good um Anyways, uh, we we're just we we're talking about um, like like we said, Ben. It's only week three. Uh, I don't think Jaguar fans have panic yet. They're only one and two, and that's not bad. Now, no, no, that no. Said, uh, I uh, do. I was saying I, I wanted to give CJ Stroud a shout out. Uh, yes, yes. Played very very well today. Uh, like you said, conference game. Um, still hasn't thrown an interception yet this oh, year. Yes. Hopefully, he can continue that. And Tank fucking Dell, man. Yes. Uh, excuse my cousin. You were telling me about him, but. Tank Dell, man, I'm so happy to see this man ball out. Five catches for 145 and a tutty. Um, he's a small wide receiver, but he's so crafty. He knows how to get into open space. Route running is ridiculous. Um, I'm so happy to see him uh, have such a great game at the By the way, level. ladies and gentlemen, Ben Fair told me about this guy in, during the draft. He said, watch out for this guy, Tank Dell. Look at that, Ben. So Yeah, shout out Tank Dell. Phenomenal game. Hopefully you continue uh, to have a great career. Yes, yes. And speaking of a team, a young team, by the way, shout out to this team. And, I mean, I know they beat this team because, of obviously, they, this team has injuries, and this team has injuries every year. Uh, so, uh, I'm talking about the Coastal Raven game. Uh, you know what's crazy, Ben? So, listen, man, Gardner Mitchell, right? This guy had a safety in this game, and, um, you know, he put a, he put a Danilowski. And somehow this coach still won the game. How funny is that? But, listen, I'll say this, man. The coach defense is, is legit. I'm really impressed what I'm seeing. Um, and I didn't saw this coming from the Colts, um, for, for winning this game. Uh, because when, when, Minch, when Minshew got the safety, I was like, this game is over. Um, but no, it's, and by the way, we made fun of teams, uh, signing kickers. By the way, shout out to my game. They got the game winning, um, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, points. So shout out to Matt Gay. 
Um, shout out to Minshew. Uh, shout out to you know the running back uh, for the Colts, um, Moss. Moss. Zach, Zach Moss. Exactly. And the Ravens. I mean, listen. I mean, I mean. I guess the Ravens. You know, were underestimating the Colts, man. Uh, I, I, and they and they were Ben because. And I'm really, really impressed with the Colts. I mean, I think they w- could have won Week One if they, if they had um, mm. the running back JT. And I think what we're seeing for the Colts is is, is, is amazing because I, I like Steve Sykin, Ben. ben. I, I'm sorry, not Steve Sykin. Shane Sykin. Um, I like what I'm seeing from the defense and from the offense. Now, now Wichita is going to be back this week, but great win for the Colts. Never saw this coming. And the Ravens, guys, it's only week three. But listen, listen, it's like like the old saying, right? Any given Sunday. That's all I've got to say to the Ravens fans. Yeah, it's very unfortunate that they lost, right? Um, this is a game that – this is probably the easiest game of your, of your first three-week season, right? Yeah. Um, probably the game that everyone's like, yeah, this is easy. They should easily win, especially without Anthony Richardson. Um, so yeah, you you got to give uh, props to Gardner Minshew for being able to figure out what to do uh, in order to get his team this W. Um, Zach Moss, dude, you know, yeah. two two back to back weeks, he's been such a pivotal player for this team. Back to back, hundred plus yard games. Um, they force fed him the ball this game, man. They gave him thirty carries. Uh, it's probably his biggest workload of his career. I'm sure he was happy to take it, though, you know, because I'm sure he wants to, to, to make a name for himself in the NFL. <clears throat> and before this year, he was mostly known as somebody who, who would consistently get hurt when he was in uh-huh. Buffalo. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's cool to see him, you know, be healthy these, these last two weeks and, and put on a real show for them. Michael Pittman being their number one receiver, uh, nine targets for 77 yards, big game for him. Uh, they definitely need him to, to continue to be that X, that X wide receiver, that, yeah. that big, that big time playmaker for them. <clears throat> Josh Downs even had a nice little showing, uh, rookie wide receiver out of UNC. Yes. Uh, yes. Eight, eight, eight catches for 57 yards. Well. Yeah. Uh, like you mentioned, their defense has been great. That front, yeah. that front four has been incredible led by the fourth Buckner. And um, former Niner ever come. Yeah. Yeah, so they're they're great. Uh, they got Shaq Leonard back, obviously. Yes. Quid, Quiddy pays there. Um, yeah, they they they've been playing pretty pretty good. Um, Colts fans, you, you guys have something to to be excited about for your future, um, and even even your present. You know, um, I believe you guys are in first place in your division currently. Right now, so, who saw that um, before? Nobody. I'm pretty sure everyone had them in last or or in third. So, um, Colts. Keep playing good football. Who knows? You might make the playoffs. And Jim Mercy pay JT because JT was Shane Sykes. I mean, but, but if Zach Moss is doing what he's doing, do you need to pay JT? Oh my God! But come on, Ben. Be, uh, nah, they, they should I'm still they should Zach. still pay JT. But I'm just I'm just saying. But according to Jim Mercy, he doesn't want to apparently. So I mean, we got to say to Jim Mercy, if you're a Colts fan, Ben, I guess. Uh, if you're guess a Colts fan, Mar- obviously. If you're a Colts fan, obviously you'd rather have JT. But like, yeah. <clears throat> hey, for me as a Commanders fan, I hey don't sign JT. I'd rather face Zach oh, Moss than face, than <laughs> face like Jonathan Taylor. Stop it, Gibson. Okay, <clears throat> no, I love my running backs. I love Gibson. I love Jonathan Taylor. But I I love Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. But like, if I could have Jonathan Taylor over them, I would take Jonathan Taylor. Okay, you know what? You give the Colts Gibson and uh, Brian Robinson. You can have JC. There you go. Hey, all I right, would now. take him in a heartbeat. All right, all right. And then Colts fan will take that. All right, anyways, anyways, with that being said, let's go with the Browns and Titans. So hopefully Andrew Jones can 
come back and for this game to talk about it. Because... Let's let's leave that one for last, just to see if we can get him in there. Let's okay, let's okay, do right, Broncos right, Dolphins right. In, case, in case of Andrew comes back. Yeah, let's uh, do Broncos like Dolphins. Now, with that being said, yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go Dolphins Broncos. Now, listen, Jonathan Watson. I hope you're listening to the show. By the way, um, Ben, I'm sad um, because well, no, I'm happy for Tua. And a Dolphin fan, I'm just happy for Broncos fans. I'll just say, I'll, I'll just make Broncos fans happy. I'll just say this. I'll just say this. Um, at least you have a first round pick this year. That's that's a good thing, right? Now, this game, right? Now, first of all, shout out to, um, and this team reminds me of the Niners, man. They pretty much have half the Niners players, by the way. Uh, Raheem Mostert. Um, shout out to do, um, you know, Davion Achen. A- uh, he played for Texas A&M, I believe. Texas A&M, Ben, I believe. Yeah, Texas A&M, yeah. yeah. Devin, yeah. Devin A-Chain. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, obviously, uh, Tyreek Hill, Waddle. And, listen, I'll just say that, and obviously. They, they didn't even They didn't else. even have Waddle. No, they didn't. I'm happy. I forget. I, I forgot. Yeah, they didn't. And, they, they brought uh, back uh, Chosen, though. Yeah, and Braxton Berry. They, they, they Chosen, Ben. He's the Chosen yeah, one. He got, yeah, he got, the, he got the touchdown at the yeah, end. Yeah, he's the Chosen one. He's the number one receiver that they have. No, I'm, just, well, I'm joking. I'm he joking. ain't the number one receiver. I'm just joking. I'm joking. He's, 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 he's the Chosen one. I'm, I'm kidding. Listen, Dolphin Mads knows what I'm talking about. But anyways, listen, the, the big signing for me, though, it was um, Braxton Berrios. That was a great signing. But I'll just say this, Ben. For, for, to make Miami fans happy, if Tua stays healthy, Tua, I'm happy you're showing the haters wrong, right? Now, because where is their energy right now, Ben? Danilowski, Ryan Clark, you know, and set on a Tyree kill. He was preaching about Tua. You know, he's a very accurate quarterback. He seemed, and ben, people, people, people were making fun. People were making ben, fun of Tyreek for his comments. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, Ben, you know what's crazy, Ben? You know, you see what happened when you give your quarterback some weapons like Waddle, Tyree kill, you know, um, you know, uh, Bexon Berrios. Um, you know, we're, 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 I, can, I can keep going on. And listen, I'm happy for Mike McDaniels. He's a Kyle Shanahan tree. Uh, I knew this shit was going to happen. Me and Ben knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know. I, no, I, mean, I didn't know if Mike McDaniels is going to be good or not. I didn't know anything about him. I'm, yeah, I, 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 I like that he is working out because he's helping Tua. Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, by the way, you know what's crazy? He, he was the ball boy for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, that. yeah. You know, I saw that. It was crazy. Also, real quick, to let everybody know, um, you know, remember Sean Payton wanted Vic Fangio as, as DC, and obviously, you know, Miami decided to pay Vic Fangio more. Um, and now, you know, Denver Broncos. Here's here's why here's why I was not high on Denver Ben. Listen, I like Sean Payton. I, I want him to help Russ, right? But my thing is, it sucks the Broncos have some injuries. And I get that. Um, even though Russ did kind of play kind of good this game. I mean, he made a great throw to Sutton, but he fumbled the ball a lot this, this game. Marvin Mills did pretty good, but my thing is. I wasn't high on the defensive coordinator for the Broncos. Ben Joseph's not a good to see, in my opinion. And also, when the Joe Lombardi's your quarterback coach, that's a problem. So I feel bad for Broncos fans. But their defense, their defense, fucking. I try telling people like, ahead, even like the last two years, once once they sold everybody last year when they get got rid of Bradley Chubb yeah. to Miami and they got rid of somebody else. But um, once they did that, their defense was was atrocious um you know people try to say oh they got this guy this guy like they have pat certain and kareem jackson that's it um everyone else on that defense could be replaced um everyone on defense needs to be replaced um literally i mean even pat certain like i mean it's hard to guard tyree kill but like your best player couldn't even stick with tyree no no Um, tyree kill is unbelievable he's so fucking fast um 
One thing I, I'm, I'm just glad Tua, you know, Tua's he silenced haters week at, week after week after week, but yet you know people still want to talk about him for some reason. Um, uh, this was such a good game. I mean, Devin, Devin A. Chain, Raheem Mostert. Yeah. I mean, 285 yards and oh my god five rushing touchdowns combined. i mean they had yeah. eight total their, their two running backs had eight total touchdowns yeah but i got a question for you would you have done make the history of kicking that field goal would you be like ah, i don't want to i don't want to you know uh, you know you know make be disrespectful would you have kicked the you know if they would have made that if they, they would have kicked the field goal they would have made history in the nfl would you have done that or would you be like you know what our, our, our bro you are it don't matter bro you yeah. won my you won my 50 like yeah. You won by fifty. Like you, you shut up so many people. Um, yeah. Going going into this game, people were like, "Oh, all you gotta do is just stop Tua. You just gotta put stop. pressure on Tua. You just gotta, yeah. you know, contain Tyreek Hill and Waddle." Yeah. And they said, "Nah, guess what? We can run the ball too." Um, yeah, you can. A lot of people thought Miami couldn't run the ball, and you know, their two running backs, even even their third string, Chris Brooks, had nine carries for sixty six yards. Yeah. Um, you know, they ran the ball down Denver's throat. They yeah, said, they stop us. They couldn't stop them. Uh, no. And that's why Miami, you know, ended up having, what, 726 total yards of offense. Um, all the people in the media that still want to talk crap are all the people in the media that once talked a ton of crap but now want to stick up, for, you know, and talk about how good Tua is. You know, just stay where you were. We know we know who talks crap back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't get to come back and, and try to talk good about Tua now. Um, <clears throat> I'm primarily talking about Colin Coward. Mm, um, yeah. I don't I don't want I don't want to see Colin Coward, you know, try and give Tua his his props now. Um, you know, Colin right, Colin, right, you right. said you said uh, Carson Wentz was better than this dude. You like wow. you you said so many dudes are better than Tua. And it's just not true. Like, look, look at this, bro. Tua is now twenty-four and thirteen in his first four years in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, he's had just as many good games as the guys he was in the draft with, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. His record-wise, is just as good as them, if not a little bit better. Um, I'm just, I get Tua is not built the way you want your prototypical quarterback to be built, but don't downplay his ability to play football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's just unbelievable. But man, at the end of the day, the, those narrators are just gonna be stupid because you know what social media is. They're gonna be like, "Well, Tua should do this. He has he has bottle. He has Harry Kill. He should put up numbers. He's got he's got weapons. Like there's no excuse." Like, but like the are- thing is, is like we've seen people have guys before and not do stuff. Mm. Like we've seen we've seen it before. Like just because you have does does having guys help one million yes. percent. But you still got to be able to get your guys the ball. Yep. Yeah, that's facts. All right. Now, with that being said, um, let's go with um, with this game. Um, I was, Cowboys Cardinals. Well, 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 well. You know, first of all, let me make Cardinal fans happy. I got to apologize to Cardinal fans, Ben, because, you know, I made fun of them before the season started. No, I did. But you know what? I'm getting to I'm beginning to like Jonathan Gannon now. Uh, because you see, you see this defense, Ben. Uh, you're a Commander fan. Week one, week two, uh, they were played. Play, they were. Uh, you could argue they could have been three zero. But listen, at the end of the day, here's the thing about the Cowboys, right? Now we can make fun of them all we want, but here's the reason why. And I hope Cowboy fans listen to this. Please, please, please do. 
Because the only reason why I was not high on you guys, listen, I love Dan Quinn. No shit, right? But my thing is, the prayers from Trevon Dix, I hate when he's he's hurt. Uh, he's off of the air. It sucks, right? It's, it is what it is. But however, Ben, the only reason why I was not high on the Cowboys is because of Mike McCarthy. This man benefited because of Rodgers. And, you know, you have the offense, right? I know you were, you were that Zach Martin. I get that. But my, my thing is, you have no excuse. You should beat the Cardinals, even without Zach Martin. So, you know, the, you know, shout out to the Cardinals. You know, I mean, if I'm a Cardinal fan, I like their future. Honestly, I'm so happy the NFC West is back. We got Seattle, the Rams, and now the Cardinals. Shout out to Gannon, man. This guy is legit, man. Man, can you imagine if Gannon would, would have done this in the Super Bowl? But, but it is what it is. But, but Ben, your thoughts. You hate the Cowboys. And I think the Cowboys, listen, at the end of the day, you know, I would not be surprised if they bounce back from this. But we call the Cowboys frauds because, because you know, when, when they have talent, you know, they, they, they always fail, Ben. I mean, they haven't won the Super Bowl since 1995. That's why we keep making fun of them. Uh, but anyways, fuck the Cowboys. Well, Ben, your thoughts on what the Cardinals, because I'm so happy with Gannon. I love this energy from the team. I think Cardinal fans should like Gannon as well. Well, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you and I were talking about it yesterday or the day before, and I, and I told you, um, you know, when they after they won this game, they could easily be, have been 3-0. Yeah. Um, you know, they had the lead against us in the fourth quarter. Um, they had the lead in the fourth quarter against the Giants. Um, and then obviously this game, there's there's either one or two things. Either the Cardinals' defense is pretty legit or the NFC East is trash. <laughs> mm. uh, because they, they pretty much handled – they've been handling the NFC East pretty well. I mean, yeah, yeah. only gave up 20 to us. Like I said, gave – I mean, almost won the game against the Giants. Should have won the game against the Giants. Sure. So, um, you know, and they came out and did their thing against the Cowboys. Um, and they, they beat the Cowboys the way you necessarily didn't expect them to win. Yeah. You know, without Diggs there, you you know, maybe you expect Dobbs to, you know, maybe get some uh, – have a good passing game. Yes. He was, he was extremely efficient. Um, so, shout out Bless. Joshua Dobbs, man. You know, you know what the type of quarterback he is. He's just going to go in there and be a game manager. He's going to try not to turn it over. And that's what he did. I mean, 17 and 21, only three, what, four missed passes. So that's great. But they they ran the ball down the Cowboys' throat, and it's so yeah. surprising because of how good the Cowboys' defensive front is. Yeah. Um, to put they're up miss, 200 they're yards gonna of – They're going to miss Trevon Diggs a lot. A yeah, to, to put up 200 yards of, uh, of uh, rushing yards on the Cowboys, I mean, shout out the Cardinals. Yeah. They went in there with a game plan, executed it, and came out on top. Um, I'm impressed, dude. I'm very, very impressed. Uh, Dak Prescott, mm. un- unfortunately, I, you know, I, you saw my tweet. Um, yeah. you know, unfortunately, Dak did what Dak's done a good amount of his career is in clutch time moments. You know, he throws interceptions. Um, it's very unfortunate. I think Dak has a has, a, has talent, man. It's he just, does. Sometimes late in games and big moments, he 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 throws ill-advised passes, um, and it happened in this game. What was it? Right there in the end zone. Yes, um, yes. I, I do believe that Michael Gallup pass that that wasn't called a pi should have been a pi. Yeah. The corner the corner wasn't looking back at the football and just ran right into Michael Gallup. Yeah. Um. So that that kind of sucked, but man, what what an incredible win from from Arizona, man. Um. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing to say. It, it was such a shocker to see um, Dallas lose that game. You know what's crazy, Ben? The Cardinals have literally have potentially two top 10 picks. The Panthers pick and their pick. Look at that. 
Dude, they could have the <laughs> they could have the first two picks of the draft. And that's good. I mean, if I'm Caleb Williams, I, you know what? I, I, at first, I said I don't Caleb, want to see USC. I really at don't. First, I'm like, I don't want to see USC quarterbacks go to go to Arizona because they usually, when USC quarterback go to Arizona, they don't play out so good. But with the way our Arizona's playing, uh, never mind. They don't look stupid at all. So I, I mean, so if they go. got like, say they got the first two picks of the draft, I don't know if they will, but say they had the first two picks of the draft, if they walked away with Caleb. And Marvin, and Marvin Harrison. Whew. You take that any day. You take that yeah. any, any day. But at the same time, like, are you are you just going to give up on Kyler that easy? Yeah, you could get more picks for him. No, shit. I mean, yeah, most definitely. You could definitely you definitely could. I mean, shit, if I'm Washington, I'm calling him. I would, hey, I would there take, you go. I would take but Kyler ben, over but ben, Sam you say, ben, he's too small. I don't give a fuck. He's, he's man, he's pretty much the same size as Sam Howell. <laughs> 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 he's a, obviously, he's a little bit shorter than Sam, but, like, yeah. Talent-wise, you'd much rather have Kyler Murray over Sam Howell. Right, right, right. Well, we'll now, real quick, Ben. Well, we don't have to talk about this game that much, but even though I do kind of be, feel bad for Bears fans, but I'll just say this. They do potentially – they're going to have two top ten picks, more than likely, um, because they traded, I believe, one of their picks to um, – I believe the – I think they, they traded have, to the Panthers. Yeah, and they have two top – yeah, they, they're going to have more. So, so, here's my question to you, Ben. Now, I feel bad for Bears fans. I don't really think Fields sucks. I think that coaches. I think the coaching staff sucks, in my opinion. Um, Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry about that, Ben. It's just I don't. This fuck Spotify. Um, that was my fault. Okay, it's all good. But anyways, um, so what would you so so what was your thoughts? I mean, listen, obviously the Chiefs are better team, so I'm no no shit, right? But my, my thing is, well, first of all, Taylor was Taylor Swift. I hope I know she had fun with Taylor Swift. <laughs> so there you go. And that's, I mean, I know the reason why. That's the reason, Ben. That's the reason why I watched the game. So shout out to Taylor Swift. Oh no, no, my goodness. But Ben, let me ask you this. In all seriousness, so we so we can make Bears fans at least happy. I'll say this, Bears fans. The good news is you're going to have two top ten picks. That's the good news. Now, hopefully, you pick the right coach. Hopefully. But anyways, um, let me ask The Bears aren't going to gonna have two top ten picks. Yeah, they are. It's their pick and then the uh, I think the Panthers pick. No, they traded their shit to the Panthers. Oh, wait. Oh, n- n- never mind. I don't, I don't know why. Never mind. Oh, never mind. Okay. Actually, but anyways. Actually, no. Anyways. I, I thought the Panthers pick was with um, the other team we were talking about. Arizona, right. Arizona. Oh, Maybe I'm thinking about something else. I, I, I forget, but I, I got to ask my buddy tomorrow, tomorrow uh, to, to correct myself. I'll talk, I'll talk about it next week. Um, but anyways, um, so, Ben, what, what can you say about this game? Um, you know, I mean, for Bears fans, it sucks because I, I thought they had potential with the receivers. Um, it's just their OC sucks, and I'm not calling Fields a bust yet until he has great coaching. But overall – what can you say? And congrats to the Chiefs, man. I mean, you beat the Bears. Um, Chiefs fans, your defense is good, uh, even though you beat the Bears. Um, but shout out to Charles and Menu, man. And shout out to Chris Jones. And shout out to Travis Kelsey. I know he had fun after the game, especially with Taylor Swift. So, Taylor Swift. so you go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to call Justin Fields a bust. He is yeah. sadly in, heading in that direction, but I don't yes. even think it's necessarily his fault. No, I think obviously he has – 
things he can work on. Um, yes. I think we can all agree on that. But yes, um, I mean, I hate to say it, it's kind of like my reasoning for a lot of the quarterbacks we talked about today is, once again, he just doesn't have an O line. Um, no. Coach, coaching's bad. Obviously, OC is trash. Uh, head coach is probably just as bad as OC. He's a former coach. He defensive coordinator. Keep up. But I, I think a lot of this stuff just has to do with O line. Um, yeah. When Justin Fields, I mean, damn near every time Justin Fields hikes it, he's, he has to flush out to either side. Yeah. Or if he stays in the pocket, he's probably, if he doesn't get sacked, he's probably getting hit. Probably yeah. getting, he's probably getting hit every time he throws the ball. Yes. Um, and the offensive line, you know, it's it's so bad. It's it's affecting the running backs as well. Yes, I mean, Roshan Johnson, their guy out of Texas, who I think will be their primary running back of the yeah. future. You know, he's struggling um, tremendously. Khalil Herbert, same thing. Um, Dante Foreman, he didn't even get a carry this game. Hell no. Um, but yeah, the receiving cores are great too. But like, he just doesn't have any time to get them to him. Nope. Um, nope. You know, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, Chase Claypool. Darnell Mooney, like those are those are four solid receivers, four yes. very solid targets for him to throw to, but he's just not getting enough time to throw it to him. Uh, defensively, I thought they would have done a little bit better, especially with how good their linebacking core is and yes. who a couple of their DBs are. Yeah. Um, but I mean, shout out Patrick Mahomes. They, the Kansas City Chiefs definitely had their bounce back game. Um, yep. Travis Kelsey had his new little girlfriend, I guess, there at the game, and this and yep. this Taylor Swift. Um, so Chalakin City, they look good. They look good for once this season. Yeah. Um. And well, quick. Uh, I saw this stat real quick, Ben. I'm gonna. I'm, well, actually, before I talk about that game, uh, I want to talk about the Rams and Bengals game. I know Kevin was probably pissed off, but you know what? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna he was. Give the Bengals credit with this. I'll just say this, man. First of all. Shout out to the Bengals defense. That's number one. They got out to Stafford. Um, you know, uh, Puka made a great uh, made a great throw by Stafford. Um, I, I just feel like McVay just got, got out coached. Simple as that, man. Because the Rams defense played well, by the way. They really did, Ben. Um, I just feel like he just got out coached. That's fair to say. Um, I, I didn't think Joe Burrow felt, felt – uh, I, I didn't think Joe Burrow played well. But at the end of the day, listen, shout out to Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, where are you? Pass the damn ball. Um no, but seriously, shout out to the Bengals. They, were, they, they needed to win this game, especially at home. Um, you know, if I'm a Rams fan, I mean, shit. I mean, now our old line is getting hurt. And, Ben, listen, listen, and I'm going to talk in with Kev tomorrow. And we know, listen, I love Aaron Donald. But after Aaron Donald, who really, who really do they have? Honestly, nobody, sadly. Um, you saw it yesterday. Yeah, Kevin and I <clears> – <throat> I talked to Kev because I was placing a prop bet for the Monday yeah. night games. And um, he was like, I, I was telling him, like, Puka Nakua, five and a half over. I took that. Obviously, he came up short by a yard. He did. Um, Fuck. It, I got you pissed. It was yeah. unfortunate because he had four receptions in the first half and only one catch in the second. Uh, um, and he didn't get that catch until late in the fourth quarter. Yes, he did. And then I bet Kyron Williams to score a touchdown, uh, reception or rushing. That, that didn't happen, unfortunately. He had the opportunity, like, that first drive when they got in the red zone and they kicked the field goal. Mm-hmm. I remember Kevin and I, we were talking, and Kev was like, oh, he's going to get it right here. He's going to get it right here. And, obviously, they kicked the field goal. Um, I, sh- I should have bet uh, – what's his name? Matt Matt Bauer, their kicker. I should have bet his kicking points. Uh, cause <laughs> I, I probably would have hit 
let's see, what, what, what was his kicking points? Yeah, he had 10, 10 kicking points. I think he was like five and a half. I should have just taken his kicking points. Um, Joe Burrow played his best game of the year, still a little bit ineffective. Like you said, T. Higgins, um, you, Where you, are you? You, you want that contract, don't you? Yeah. Uh, you you kind of got to show up to get it. Uh, Jamar Chase, best game of the year so far. Yes, he has. Um, Joe Milton got a lot of carries. Obviously, wasn't able to get anything going for them. No. Um, because the Rams – I mean, the Rams might only have Aaron Donald, but Aaron Donald's still going to stop the run by himself. Yes, yes. Uh, Byron Young's been really good for them as well. I think he was like a fourth or fifth round pick out of Alabama. Mm. Uh, D-tackle. Very, very – I think he's nice next to Aaron Donald. Um, but yeah, outside of those two, man, it, it wasn't too much of a surprise to see the Bengals win. Uh, but I did want LA to win. Mm, interesting. Okay. 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 Um, oh, you, you're, you're, you're talking about that kicker, Evan McPherson, right? Hmm? You're talking about Evan McPherson, that kicker. No, right? Evan McPherson's the Bengals kicker. Matt Bauer is the Rams kicker. Oh, oh, he's good. He's actually good. Real, uh, Matt Bauer, no, or Brett, was, Brett, Brett, Brett Mauer, yeah, Brett Mauer, Brett Mauer, yeah, 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 thank anyways. you, thank you, yeah, 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 I, I should have taken his, I should have taken his kicking points, yeah, 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 I mean, you should, I thought you were talking about Jeffrey Bauer, man, oh, Jesus, nah. no, I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, ladies and gentlemen, but anyways, um, now, next game, uh, first of all, Eagles Buccaneers, now, obviously, the real Baker Mayfield showed, and obviously, you know, Josh Allen can just calm down now, the Bucs reporter, um, but no, in all seriousness, uh, the Eagles were the better team, shout out to Jalen Hurts, man, I mean, he's, look at this, man, um, uh, I just saw the stat yesterday with Jalen Hurts, um, you know, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, the Eagles were the only NFC East team to win week three, I forgot, I, 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 I looked at his stats, I guess Jalen Hurts passed Cam Newton. Uh, something like that. So shout out to Jalen Hurts. Um, and the Eagles are they're good, man. I mean, uh, not surprised. I mean, no shit about, about Jalen Carter, right? No shit about you know Devontae uh, Smith. He's playing well, and AJ Brown can stop crying now, bro. You're winning games, and at the end of the day, if you're winning games, who fucking cares, right? So you know, but no, but we're not really surprised, man. I mean, I know Eagles. See, some fans are like, I'm worried about the Eagles not scoring 30 points. Who gives a fuck? As long as you're winning. Who cares, right? Yeah, as long as you're winning games, that's all that matters. Um, AJ Brown definitely not going to cry after this game, leading all Damn. leading all receivers in receptions and yards. Um, shout out DeAndre Swift, man! Back to back games over 100 yards. I definitely didn't think he was going to have the game he had today against that uh, defense that Tampa Bay has. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what an incredible performance! 16 carries for 130 yards, eight eight yards per carry. Jalen Hurts looked really good outside of those two interceptions. Um, Baker Mayfield came back down to reality, thankfully. Um, obviously, they weren't going to get anything on, on on the ground with that defensive no. front from the Eagles and with Tampa Bay's O-line being a little bit beat up. Uh, Mike Evans still continuing to have a good season. Uh, looks like he might keep that 1,000-yard thousand uh, pace. And uh, what was was he going for? Nine or ten consecutive seasons yeah. with a thousand. Yeah. So hopefully Mike Evans gets that. Uh, I, I was very worried going into this year if he'd be able to keep that going with Baker as his quarterback. But obviously him and Baker have have some type of primary connection with one another. Um, I think Tampa Bay kind of needed this as well. Uh, yes, you know, just come back down to reality. If they started three and zero. We know what Baker would have been doing. He would have been in every commercial. He would have been forgetting about football. Yes. Uh, so I think with this loss, you know, 
or you know, it tells them, all right, we're not as good as maybe we thought we were. We still got some work yeah. to do. And this is, and you can just say they lost to a better team. It's all, it's okay. Yeah. Um, for the Eagles, man. Um, yeah, like you were saying, you guys are three and zero. Uh, no reason to be crying about anything exactly. about your about your numbers and all this and that. You have the best defense in football. It's not even close. Um, it doesn't matter if you put up thirty a game. I mean, we we saw what Tom. How I mean, how many points did Tom Brady put up against Jared Goff in that Super Bowl? Twenty. Like you know, so you don't need to score thirty. You just, I mean, you just got to score just enough to more than the other person. Than the so, other Ben, so look at the, look at this, right? So, Jalen has the best record in in the uh, in the NFL as of any starter since two thousand twenty-one. So, seventy five, uh, seven fifty-eight winning percentage, twenty-five and eight. Jalen has won ten straight regular season row games, longest streak in franchise history. And yeah, players want to cry. Look at that. Um, it's all good. Uh, like I said, as long as you're winning, who gives a fuck? And there you go. Oh, uh, but, hey, but, but Jalen Hurts doesn't know how to play quarterback in the NFL somehow. Uh, yeah, apparently. Apparently, apparently, according to what, according to my buddy Rob, the guy that's a Jalen Hurts hitter, he, he thinks uh, Jalen Hurts is Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't see that, but it's all good. Um, all right. Um, now, with that being said, Ben, um, now our buddy uh, Andrew's not here, obviously, but um, but I would love to pay. I would love to talk about the game with him, obviously, but uh, he's probably at his press conference. But real quick about the game, real quick, Ben. Um, Tines and, and uh, Browns, um, I'm, I'm just going to say this, Ben. Um, I'll shout out to Deshaun Watson. Um, and shout out to the Cleveland fans, by the way, man. I'll say this about Cleveland, right? Now, Ben, remember some, someone named Sean, right? Because he likes to talk. Remember that Tennessee guy? Remember the Tennessee reporter? I mean, now he's, now, you know, he, he's nowhere to be found now. I mean, you know, he called Tiny Hill a top five quarterback. He argued uh, with a Bama fan. I mean, with Derrick Henry. That's so stupid, but that's not here nor there. Um, but anyways, but I think Cleveland was smart in this game, Ben. All you have to do is eliminate Derrick Henry as they did. If you, Tannehill throws the ball, you're going to win the game. And that's what Cleveland did. Shout out to Miles Garrett. He's having a phenomenal year. And shout out, I, I, I got to get Cleveland this, Ben. Shout out to Cleveland for hiring Jim Schwartz as a defensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns because that's tremendously helping them a lot. And shout out to Andrew Barry, man. Andrew Barry came from the uh, Eagles front office. So Deshaun Watson, he had a Deshaun Watson game, man, Ben. 280-something yards. Uh, Jerome Ford played well. And the Cleveland defense played well. So shout out to Amari Cooper as well. So, Ben, your thoughts. And I, you, you're working with Tennessee. Listen, Tennessee has a great D-line. Their secondary is not as good. But, I, like I said, if you eliminate Derrick Henry, you can beat Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee offense offense lines atrocious. Quarterback is mid as fuck. Uh, defensive backs and linebackers are probably the weakest part of their team, um, especially their DBs. Their DBs are just outside their safeties. Their their corners are just way too young. Um, I mean, you you said you hit the nail on the head though. Cleveland went into the game knowing that if they want to win. They got to stop Derrick Henry. Um, I mean, they stopped Tennessee from even thinking about giving him the ball. I mean, he only got 11 carries on the game. Uh, for a guy who, I mean, just like last year or the year before that, averaged like 20, 20 carries a game. Um, Deshaun Watson, definitely best game of his career, definitely his best game since coming back uh, f- from his issue that he had in Houston when he originally came to Cleveland. Uh, Mari Cooper had a great game for him, being his primary target. Elijah Moore maybe necessarily didn't have a ton of yards, but um, 
kept kept finding a way to get Sean Watson to throw him the ball. Uh, led all receivers and receptions this game. Um, but Miles Garrett, man, uh, I think a guy who would maybe necessarily start off slow week one, week two, yeah. definitely picked it up here in week three. Uh, yeah. What, four sacks on the game? Yeah. Uh, kept getting it to Tannehill time and time and time again. Um, Cleveland, I'm still not sold on their wide receivers as being a big-time formidable group. Outside of Amari Cooper, um, I like Elijah Moore. I like DPJ. Uh, I even like David and Joku, but I think those three guys still have a lot more to work to on to, to, yeah. to, to be a group that you can say is a formidable, formidable uh, presence in the NFL. Yes, and their big test is this week, man. We'll and, find out. Yeah, Real. I mean, for the future, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough because, like, Losing Nick Chubb is hard, bro. Oh, yes. That's, I mean, Nick Chubb's been a top three running back in the NFL pretty much since the day he stepped in. Yes. Um, and you go from him to Pierre well, Strong, Ford. Jerome Ford. Ford. Yeah. Kareem Hunt. You just got Kareem Hunt back. So we'll see if Kareem Hunt, you know, I mean, obviously he was bad last year, but the year before that, I mean, him and Nick Chubb were probably the best duo in football. So yeah. if, if Kareem Hunt can can go back to what he did just two years ago, uh, you know, it, it would definitely help them uh, long-term this season. Yes, yes. And real quick, real quick, I forgot about this game. Of course I did because because it was Kirk Cousins. Um, listen, uh, most majority of people will pick the Vikings this game because I understand because of Staley, and I get that. Uh, and the, and the Staley almost put a Staley again because, Ben, I, here's my thing, right? I know NFL Live was talking about it, and I get it. Um, I don't know why. I mean, sometimes – Staley believes in analytics sometimes, right? So they think, you know what, we should go for it in our own fourth and one, uh, you know, go for fourth and fourth and one. So here's my thing, right? And first of all, shout out to the guys. Um, prayers for Mike Williams. It sucks that it, it's just a damn shame, Ben. He's having the same injuries from Clemson, and we know Mike Williams is really damn good when he's healthy, but it's a damn shame. But um, shout out to the Chargers offense, though. I mean, shout out to, shout out to the USC defensive lineman, defensive lineman, by the way, to Lee. That was a great draft pick by the Chargers. But anyways, Ben, um, you know, Kirk Cousins was Kirk Cousins this game. Shout out to Justin Jefferson. Uh, prayers for him, too. He got hurt a little bit. But um, but you know what? I picked the Chargers because, um, you know, Herbert is better than Kirk Cousins. That's not, that's not surprising. And um, and Kirk was Kirk. I mean, they have an opportunity to win this game. And Kirk was Kirk. I mean, he threw a pick. Not surprising. Um, so, and by the way, Vikings, give the ball to your good players. Like, I know you give it to Justin Jefferson, but keep giving them the ball when they, they, when they keep getting hot. But, Ben, I'm not surprised. And... I'm just going to say this, man, and Kev was going to agree with this tomorrow, but uh, as always, but the Chargers, I feel bad for, I feel bad for Chargers fans, and, uh, Ben, because they definitely have talent. But, but, but to me, it's, it's not, it's, to me, I think Kevin Moore is doing a good, good job, in my view, on offense. It's just the, my thing is, it's just daily, man. Like, how is your, your, I know your running defense is the weaker point. I get that. But Jesus Christ, man, just stop this. I don't know. But anyways. Your thoughts, um, and I feel bad for Chargers fan because they get the injury bug almost every year. I mean, you feel bad for Chargers fans. I, I mean, shout out Chargers fans. They finally held on to you know got to win. Yes, they did. Um, barely, you barely. know they were they were losing what in the fourth quarter of this game. They were. You know, so for them to come back, um, you know, obviously I'm sure they wanted to make up for that Miami game when they lost that shit in the yeah. fourth quarter. But man, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins very well. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I do, uh, unfortunately. Um, you know, Kirk, <laughs> I feel, I'm not even going to talk about Kirk this game. Uh, Alexander Madison, man, I think he heard us talking smack about him last week. Mm. Uh, he had his big game of, of the season yeah. so far, uh, over 120 total yards of offense. Uh, didn't put a, a score on the board, unfortunately, for them, but uh, you know he was he was finding his way, uh, you know, to pick up yards consistently for them. Justin Jefferson, yeah, another what 125 plus yard game for him, almost like three consecutive 150 yard games in a row. Jordan Addison uh, continuing to be, you know, a nice wide receiver for them, showcasing why he was yes. the best, if not one of the best wide receivers in in his class. Uh, your boy T.J. Hawkinson had a nice little performance, showing yes, that did. showing that he's Kirk Cousins, one of one of Kirk Cousins' primary targets. Yes, but sh- the big shout out I wanted to give to this game is going into this year, people were trying to call this man old. You know, he took his first big injury of his whole career, pretty much last year. I mean, he he dealt with injuries his first couple of years in the NFL, but he had been healthy up until last year. Uh, and that's Keenan Allen, man. Yes. Um, Arguably the greatest route runner in football this year, or in the NFL, period. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, he's usually healthy all the time. Yeah. It was just last, like last year was the first time he got hurt in like years. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, like I said, he didn't. Only other time he dealt with injuries was like his first two years in the foot in, in the NFL. They're usually uh, hamstrings too, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, one of the one of the NFL's greatest route runners, uh, one of the NFL's best hands, period. Yes. Um, you know, I love seeing Keenan Allen have big games. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to find the end zone, but 18 for 215, Minnesota just couldn't guard him. Um, you know, Justin Herbert and that Keenan Allen connection is something crazy. Um, like you said, it's unfortunate Mike Williams goes down with an yeah. injury yet again. Uh, and, and what, Chargers just paid him money this offseason. Yeah, they did. Uh, to re-sign him, so. Uh, you know, with his with him down with injury, um, you know the guy that got out of TCU, Quentin Johnson, Johnson, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna have to step up. You know, he he showcased that he has the ability. He definitely showcased it in preseason. I mean, take preseason for what it is, but Quentin Johnson at least showcased in preseason that he can make big plays. Uh, with Mike Williams down, he's gonna pretty much have to take Mike Williams' spot. I mean, they're mm-hmm. built the same, they play the same. Yes. Um, you know, so hopefully it can be like a plug and play. Um, but that's a big, that's a big, big loss for for the Chargers for the future is is losing Mike Williams. Yes, it and, is, and especially especially with Austin Eckler already out. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, but prayers, man, prayers. And real quick before we do the game picks, by the way. Um, shout out to Gino, man, going two and one. I mean, that, I thought they would be done losing to all linemen, man. But you know what? Even though it was Andy Dalton, but you know what? The Seattle's getting these wins, and Gino is, is still playing great, man. I'm being dead serious, Big Ben. Who would have thought when you lose two two of your most important all linemen, you they would go two and one, especially against Detroit. I know that they they got their second win against the Panthers, but still, that's still impressive. So, no, it's big big time for them. Uh, shout out Kenneth Walker too. Yes, absolutely. So, with that being said, let's go with our game pick. It was, by the way, I know this is a football podcast, but uh, real quick, RIP. But I know this is baseball, by the way. Real quick, I know no one cares about baseball, even though me and Ben do. Um, RIP, by the way, Baltimore Orioles legend Brooks uh, Robinson has died. Oh, yeah, he was eighty-six years old. That's a legend. Yes, RIP to Brooks Robinson. He was. He was just at the ballpark like a couple weeks ago too. 
So, yeah, man. R.E.P., man. It's a tragedy. Mm. Now, with that being said, Lions and Panthers. And Christian Watson might play this game, Ben. So Hold on. Before you get into this, um, I just want to talk about Michael Trigg real quick. Uh, Michael Trigg, tight end at Ole Miss, was originally at USC. Yes. Um, he's no longer with the Ole Miss program. It's very unfortunate. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the circumstances are yet. Uh, hopefully, I'll figure them out and I'll, I'll update it next week. Thank you. Next week. Next week. Yeah. Uh, but Michael Trigg, man, uh, wherever you are out there, I hope you whatever you're going through, you figure it out. Um, I hope you find some type of way to get back on the football field. Um, you're extremely talented, dude. You, you know, a lot of people expected a lot of things out of you coming out of high school, being like this, either the number one or number two tight end of your class. Um, you know, I don't know what the the problem is, but whatever it is, I hope he's able to figure it out. Um, I just wish him the best in, in everything that he does. Yes, yes, absolutely. Now, Lions and Packers, good game on Thursday night, Thursday night football. Um, ben, what do you got? If Chris, if Chris Watson plays, this could go either way. I'm going Lions, but Packers to see if I can win in Green Bay. What do you got? The game being in Green Bay, um, like you said, Christian Watson might come back. Detroit still without C.J. Gardner-Johnson for uh-huh. the year, or pretty much for the whole year. So I'm going to give it to Jordan Love. Okay, okay. All right, Ben, okay. Now – Falcons at Jaguars. It's going to be in London. I'm going to watch this game. Uh, it's going to be a Sunday game on 9.30, by the way, just to, just to let you know. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go Jaguars. They always play good in London. So I think the offense will bounce back. And uh, watch out for Tour Story. I mean, it's been on the commercial for the London. So watch out for Tour Story. It's a snake in my booth. So, Ben, what do you got? Falcons at Jaguars. In London. Um, I got Jaguars. I think, you know, they're going to be hungry after yes. last week's loss. Only putting up what, what was it like seventeen points against yep, Houston? Yep. Uh, I think they're going to be hungry, so I'm going to take the Jaguars. I'm going with the upset here, Ben. Rams at Colts. It's in Indianapolis. Ar's uh, Anthony Richardson is going to play. I think the Colts will win this game. I, I really, really do. It sounds crazy, but I like the Colts defense. I really do. At home, Ar's back. Um, I think the Colts are in the flow. And uh, we'll see how that old line for the Rams do against that Colts defense. I'm going Colts with the upset here. Um, I think the Colts are going to get a lot of pressure on Stafford. Yes, they are. But I'm still going to take the Rams, man. I think the Rams do a very good job at stopping the run. Um, so I'm going to take the Rams in this game. All right. Ravens at Brown. Big test for Deshaun Watson. I'm going Ravens. But Cleveland wins this game. They are fucking for real. So, Ben, what's your thoughts? And what do you got? It's going to be tough. Yeah, Ravens need a bounce-back game from after losing to the Colts in that close one. Um, I think Lamar Jackson has another good game. I'm going to say the Ravens. Which, by the way, our boy Wayne Cole was at that uh, Colts game, by the way, and uh, he meant, he saw Gardner Minshew uh, got that safety band. Look, Lord, and they, and they lost. Lord have mercy. Um, Must have been anyways, bad luck. I know. I know. Lord have mercy. But, Wayne, I hope you had fun either way. <laughs> Vikings and Panthers. Um well, Vikings should win this game. They should. They have no excuses. I'm going. Pat, I'm going Vikings. What do you got, man? Yeah, I think Bryce comes back uh, from his ankle injury. I think this is this will be Bryce's best game so far early in his career. Uh, but be. unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be enough. So I'm going to take Minnesota. Bengals. Ooh, at Tennessee, I'm going Bengals. Yeah, I got Bengals. Uh, Tennessee has looked awful so far this year. So I'm going to take and and Bengals just got a big win over the Rams. So I'm going to take yes. Bengals. 
Bucks at Saints. Listen, uh, for me, I'm going Saints. Alvin Kamara's back. Alvin, let's go. Baby. Alvin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Saints, let's go. Yeah, this game's at home. If it was in Tampa Bay, maybe I'd take Tampa Bay. But, yes, yeah. um, you know, we know Mike Evans struggles against uh, New Orleans his entire career, especially when uh, Marshawn Lattimore is there. Yeah. So, I'm going to go Saints. Dolphins at, ooh, at Bills. This is the game of the week. I'm going to just say this. Now, it's in Buffalo. They don't, Buffalo doesn't have Bond Miller. But Dolphin fans, Bills fans, don't make excuses. But I'll say this. I'll, ben, remember when I say this. If Miami wins this game, they're going they're going to win the fucking division, right? I mean, it's it's, it's a fact. If they beat Buffalo, and Buffalo, they got this division. Now, but with that being said, I'm going Buffalo, um, because it's gonna be it's gonna be hard winning in Buffalo, man. Uh, the crowd's gonna go crazy. Uh, but would I, would I be surprised? Miami pulls off the upset? No, um, no. So, but but hey, if Miami wins this game, shout out to Miami fans and shout out to Tua. But I'm going with Buffalo, and Ben, I'm guessing you're going with Miami for this one. I am going with Miami, actually. Um, you know, if this game was closer towards the end of the year when it's cold in Buffalo, oh, yeah, Buffalo uh, yeah. I would take Buffalo. But with this game, you know, being September or, you know, October 1st. And Waddle's back. Um, yeah, Waddle's back. The weather isn't, it's, nice. isn't as cold. It's a little bit nicer. Uh, so I think Miami, for that reason, uh, is going to be able to, to, to stay in this game and, and hopefully win it. So I'm going to take so Miami. Four- so they go four no and two MVP. Mm. I don't know about two MVP, but two is definitely the front runner after this game if he wins. I'll I'm say with that. You. Definitely the front you. runner. I'm with you. And look at this game, Ben. Ugh, Broncos at Bears. I'm going Broncos. They should win this game. They should. Uh, should. Yeah, this game's gonna be ugly. I'll be surprised if a single team scores. No, let me stop. Uh, Broncos. Broncos will probably win this game pretty easily. Yeah, that's right. Look at that with the Bears. I'm kidding. But with the Broncos, obviously. Commanders. Eagles. Well, I'll say this, man. Get the enemy. Now, you know, they lost to the Bills, obviously, right? You go to Philadelphia. You beat them last year. That was with Scott Turner. You got the enemy now. Now, would I be surprised if you guys win this game? No. You, I mean, listen, your D-line is, uh, is healthy, right? Um, we're going to find out how – I mean, listen. I mean, we're going to find out. It's a division game. It might be close. I got Philadelphia, but Ben, you have the enemy now. He's way better than Turner. Can the, can the commanders possibly ups? And you got remember you gave the Eagles their first loss last year. So can you guys do it again? Anything's possible, like KG says. So I got Eagles, but Ben, it wouldn't surprise me if you guys win this game. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I believe we split last year on opposing teams' fields. Yes, I, I believe they they beat us at home at, in our stadium, and yeah, we beat them in their up, stadium. Yeah. Um, this is it's tough. I mean, Eagles. I mean, the Eagles. I mean, we were just talking about them for the week three matchups. Necessary. Haven't been putting up crazy amounts of points like nope, I guess nope. teams expected them to. Um, you know, if, if our offensive line plays the way it has all season, I see the Eagles getting way too much pressure on Sam Howell. Yeah. Um, I, Terry's going to have to have another great game against Darius Slay like he did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, Sam Howell's just going to have to throw it up there and, and trust his wide receivers. But mm-hmm. I just think that pressure is going to be way too much. Uh, and I think the Eagles take it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. We'll see. You never know. Let's go, Commanders. Yeah, you never see. I mean, go, Commanders. But I, the Eagle, that front, that front is, is kind of scary. But that hey, front's kind of scary. Hey, Ben, at least you're happy with the enemy over to Southampton. That's for sure. Oh, I mean, now, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like Taylor's- saying, would I rather have a million dollars or a dollar? Like, a dollar. No, I'm playing. Let me stop. All right, Steelers. <laughs> Steelers at Texans. Ben, I'm going with the upset here. 
I'm, I'm listen, Matt Canada sucks, man. I don't I don't give a shit. So I'm going Texan. Let's go, Demika Ryan. They go Ben. The Texans going two and two. Ben, who do you got? Can he pick it, or um, are you going with C.D. Stroud, California native? It's Kenny Pickett versus C.J. Stroud, man. Like, I want to take – I think the smart choice is obviously the Steelers. But, I mean, their defense hasn't been playing like the craziest. I mean, outside of getting pressure, I, mean, I think they've had like 10 and a half And their offense sucks the because of two games. And their offense Yeah, and their offensive line is atrocious. Will Anderson, I mean, he's been having a pretty good season. He just blocked a punt on and Sunday. And Harris. Jesus Christ. Um – I want to take Houston, but I, I, I think the Steelers get it, man. I think that defense wins them the game just like they did this past weekend. Okay, okay. Raiders at Chargers. Don't be surprised if there's a lot of Raider fans in that stadium. But, anyways, I'm going with the Chargers for this one. Which game? Yeah, Raiders at Chargers. Chargers. <sighs> yeah, it's in SoFi. Um, you know, Raiders necessarily haven't been looking good all year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a close one, though. I think the Chargers have a couple of hiccups, but I think the Chargers win the game. I'll say this. This game's in San Francisco. Um, we should beat the Cardinals, but it's going to be competitive, ladies and gentlemen. So, shit, if Purdy can score 30 points again and get to this Cardinals defense with Gannon, man, oh, man. But I'm going San Francisco. I think we win by thir- – I'm going to say that close game. I'm going to go 34. I think we put up 30 points again. So 34 to 24 in this game in San Fran. It's going to go crazy. So, Ben. You think y'all give up 24 to the Cardinals? We we should do better than the Cowboys, right? We should, should, right? We should blow this team out. But I definitely have you you guys winning. Um, Arizona, man, I think their luck's got to run out eventually, right? They're eventually going to stop playing good defense at some point, um, you would think. But um, I guess definitely see I definitely see you guys scoring over thirty. Uh, I don't see Arizona scoring twenty four on y'all though. I, I think it's gonna be like thirty. Like, what'd you say, thirty four? Yeah, thirty four, seventeen, twenty four, twenty four. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna say I'm gonna say thirty four. Oh, I'm sorry. Were we, you said you uh, you think they score thirty four to what? Uh, 34, 34, 13, 49ers win. I can see that. I can definitely see that. But we'll see. Don't Niners. Do not underestimate the Cardinals. Though. Don't don't look, don't look forward to playing the Cowboys. Beat the Cardinals' ass, please. Now, with that being said, Patriots at Cowboys. I'll say this. I'll say this. Bill O'Brien, former Bama OC, by the way. Um, Should have never this. been. Torch, <laughs> torch um, the Cowboys' secondary. If Mac Jones could do that, the Patriots could win this game. But you know what's crazy, man? Oh, are the Cowboys looking forward to playing San Francisco? Are they going to underestimate the Patriots? Are they, are they going to underestimate the Patriots? Who knows? But I'm going to say this: the Patriots play bad against the Jets, but of course the Jets defense is good. So I'm going to go with the ah, I'm going to go Cowboys here over the Patriots. But I'm, not, I'm not very confident. I could see the Patriots upsetting. I could see Mac Jones doing in Dallas. Um, I don't think you can ever underestimate the Patriots so long as. Bill Belichick is still there. Um, Obviously, the team's not what it used to be when he was winning championships. But, you know, you've been taking a lot of upsets, and I haven't. So, I'm going to take the upset here. Let me get uh, New England. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I got to go. Listen, my picks have been doing well. I mean, shit. Um, Chiefs, uh, yeah, Sunday night. It's supposed to be Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes. But, Ben, Chiefs. That would have been so good. I know. Mahomes versus Zach Wilson. Um, 
So, obviously, Chiefs are going to win this game. Um, but, Ben, you have any advice for the betters out there? Which, by the way, me and Samari will podcast tomorrow. We were talking about the fantasy. Who, who, who should start for fantasy here? And, and for obviously, for Sleeper as well. So, Ben, um, any advice for the betters uh, for this game? And uh, any advice for some, any NFL fan to watch this game? I mean, um, for me, I have to watch this game for my for my content. But, um, you're, you're, um, yeah, uh, I'm sure you got the Chiefs. And, uh, and it's going to be – do you think it's going to be high school? You, let me ask you this. Do you think the Chiefs will score 30 points, or do you think it's going to score 20 because of the Jets' defense? I think it's like a 24 to 10 game. Um, I think the defense is going to cause maybe a little bit of problems. Right. Um, I think it's all just going to really come down to the wide receivers of Kansas City. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball on the Jets whatsoever. So for betting odds, like maybe bet against Isaiah Pacheco for whatever yeah. his stat line is. Um, I think Travis Kelsey would probably have a, a big game. He's starting to get rolling uh, now that he has back-to-back touchdowns. Um, and his and his two games back after missing week one. Uh, so I got Kansas City, but I, I do think it is going to be a little bit of a low-scoring game. So maybe maybe bet the under on whatever the points total is. Yes. All right. So Seattle. That's another Monday night game. Lord have mercy. Wow. Why they pick these Monday night games? But anyway. Oh, also, also for the Jets game, um, just don't get hurt. You guys are playing at MetLife Stadium. Uh, Hopefully, no one gets hurt. Yes. Facts. Facts. Man. Seattle at the Giants. It's Geno Smith versus uh, Daniel Jones. Um, First of all, I'm going. Hold on. Why are they doing this? They're playing a Sunday night game at MetLife. Yeah. And then a Monday night game at MetLife. Look at that, that bro. That somebody, I'm telling you right now, somebody's getting hurt Monday night. Somebody, yeah, somebody's getting hurt Monday night. No way, no way. They play on that field back to back nights, and nobody gets hurt. Somebody's and getting because, hurt. Because unfortunately, what, you, ben, on ben, I'm with you. I'm with you. And you know what's crazy? You're right. But guess what? Guess who doesn't care? The NFL and the owners. Look at that. All they care about is what men. But you, men, you like games should not be played on turf. Games should damn sure not be played at MetLife Stadium. And games for damn sure should not be played at MetLife back-to-back nights. Like, what are we doing, NFL? You, you know MetLife Stadium has caused more injuries than any other stadium in football. Yep. And you want to have two primetime games back-to-back nights at MetLife Stadium. That makes absolutely no sense. Right, um, like, right. It sucks, but somebody – it really, really sucks, but somebody's getting hurt that game. Yeah, yeah. Question for you: Who do you got in this game, real quick? And uh, and oh, my quick question for you, real quick, Ben, is: If the Giants keep losing these games and they're gonna they have a tough schedule, would you would you would you be surprised or not be surprised? By the way, if Saquon Barkley Saquon Barkley is traded at the deadline, that's really a possibility. By the way, I don't know if Saquon gets traded. Uh, I know they want him in New York. I, I, they just didn't want to give him that long term extension. And I get it, because look, you got hurt already, you know? These running backs get hurt, yep. Um, I mean, not all of them, but a good amount of them, um, yep. unfortunately. And, you know, I yep. think some of Saquon's stuff just happens to be because he – look where he plays. Yes. Uh, he plays in the worst stadium in football. Um, but I got the Seahawks winning. I think the Seahawks are in a little bit of a roll. They lost, yep. the, they lost opening weekend. Uh, they've mm-hmm. won two in a row now. Uh, Geno's slowly starting to get into a rhythm. Kenneth Walker's slowly starting to pick things up. That defense needs to play a lot better. Um, I get the defense is young. Um, you know, they're still trying to build experience and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. but that defense needs to be playing at a much higher level. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I just think, you know, if the Giants, I think the Giants might be without Saquon again this week. Uh, yeah. If, if they are, if they are without Saquon, it's going to be a nightmare. Um, I, who's their, who's their backup running back who played last week or this past uh, week? Matt Breida. Yeah, Matt Breida. Like, come on. If Matt Breida is your running back, Jesus Christ, I, I'm sorry for you. But, yeah, I think Seattle wins this one in a close one. Yeah, and real quick, we'll, two, two more things. We'll, we'll, if just, So, at the deadline, right, Ben, real quick. So, do you think – so, for example, Kirk Cousins is a free agent after this year. Mm-hmm. Do you think Kirk Cousins gets traded? It Well, because I don't think the Vikings will make it to play at this point, man. I, I, I know it's early, but I don't think they will. But, it, uh, so, Ben, do you think the, the Vikings will fi- fire – well, who, who, who's, who's going to take him? Who's going to take him? <laughs> Why would the Jets take him? I'm kidding. But I'm, the Jets, the Jets aren't going to take him because, I mean, you're going to take a guy on a one-year rental that's costing forty million dollars. They don't, they don't have the money. Well, Mike Greenberg wants him, so there you go. Um, they, they don't have the money to get Kurt. They can't have, they can't afford Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers in the same year. I feel you. So, um, if you had to bet your money, so you keep him. I think they keep him. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, he's a free agent, so you can go get your quarterback in the offseason anyways. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, if you if you fucking suck, you, you know, you got a chance at maybe one of the three better quarterbacks in the draft. That's um, true. And then, you what, just, and then you just let him walk. Yeah. I don't, I don't see – I just don't see any team – because, like, who – the only – what team's going to do it? Is it a team that doesn't have a quarterback at all that's going to try and go get him, like Arizona? No, Arizona's going to try and get the first pick. I was thinking about the Falcons, but no. Um, the Falcons – I could maybe see the Falcons doing it, but I also don't see the Falcons doing it until the offseason. Right, Like, right. why – the only reason you do it is if you are maybe contending and you think he elevates you to the next level to maybe right. go further in the playoffs or potentially get a Super Bowl. Right. If you're Arizona, no. you can do it. Yeah. You, you have the cap. You have the money to do it. But, like, also you're a run-heavy team. Right? Why yeah. take away from Algier and, and Bijan? Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, once again, you can go find your Desmond – Ritter replacement in this year's draft, possibly. Right now, Ben, what about this one? So, what about what about you know Bears are going to go so far? So, what about Justin Fields? Do you think? Let me ask you an off serious question. Do you think this, this is it? Look, I think this is. I think I don't think Fields is going to be a Bear, man. So, if he's not going to be a Bear, would you trade him at the deadline or trade him out this season? If, if if you're the Bears, I mean, you got to see how the team's doing. Um, they don't have their own. They don't have their own pick. Um, you know, they don't, they don't actually not, I think they do have their own pick. No, they do. They do. They do. Okay. Um, you know, I, I think you do get rid of them at the end of the season for sure. Um, I'm sure you kick yourself in the butt cause you had the opportunity to replace them this past draft with a number one Best pick. Job. Facts, facts. Yeah. Um, you know, and who knows if, I mean, I think Caleb could maybe be better than Bryce. Um, it's tough. I mean, you definitely got to move them before you get the quarterback, right? Because yeah. if you move them afterwards, people are going to be less wanting of like giving you actual stuff in return because they're going to be like, oh, well, you got two quarterbacks. Like, you don't really need Justin Fields. So exactly. We, so why should exactly. we offer him? Why should we offer you a boatload right now? Like, you want to get rid of them. But if you do it before the draft, then teams are like, oh, well, they're definitely getting a quarterback now. So. Maybe 
You See, know, that's what I'm saying. Is it possible they could deal with the deadline? You never know. That's what I'm thinking. The Falcons maybe. Falcons maybe. maybe. If if their record, if like they're just not winning anything, I could see them maybe at the deadline. But like, once again, I just, I don't, I don't know of a team that believes in Justin Fields enough. Interesting. Interesting. But I'm just mentioning the Falcons because he's from there. He's from Georgia, and I could see, I, would... I could see Atlanta. Like he would fit, he would fit in Atlanta better than Ritter, I think. I agree. I Just agree. because both, both quarterbacks are limited in passing. I think Ritter is a little bit better passer. Uh, like his mechanics are more fluid. He goes through decisions a little bit easier. But with them being such a run-heavy team, I mean, imagine a, a team of Fields, Bijan, and Algier. That would be I'm a really saying, nice combo. I'm saying, and Jody will be okay with that. I'm just saying. But, you know, what do I know, man? A little, a, little bit, a little bit better offensive line, too, in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Way better coaching as well. So, with that being said, Ben Bear, um, go ahead and tell everybody your social media. And are you working on any articles uh, this weekend or next weekend? Yeah. So, uh, you can follow me at The Sports Veteran on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Vince, I appreciate being on the show every Tuesday with you, talking both NFL and college football. Uh, I have an article dropping probably later today or first thing in the morning about what the Miami Dolphins just did on Sunday. Um, I wanted to talk about, you know, obviously my boy Tua a little bit and obviously Tyreek Hill. Um, but most importantly, I just wanted to make sure that I was able to write something that, you know, just showed some love and appreciation to to Miami. Of course, of course, of course. Well, you guys can follow me at Respectable Bank and also at Vinside, V-I-N-C-E-S-A-I-Z, uh, 24, uh, 824. So with that being said, everybody, um, I'm going to pocket with my buddy Kevin Benz tomorrow and my buddy Samari. Me and Samari will talk about, you know, you know, who, who, who should betters, you know, um, uh, you know, who should the fantasy owners have played th- this weekend and yada, yada, yada. So me and Samar will do that tomorrow and say, and Kev will talk, me and Kev will talk about, you know, recap of this weekend and obviously our, do our picks as well. So with that being said, Ben, I'm just so happy, Ben, because this month is going so fast. NBA season pretty much is almost on the way. And uh, also, yeah, also NBA and basketball. college, NBA and college basketball and, yes, college and basketball. postseason baseball starts. Absolutely. Hopefully your Orioles can go all the way, man. I really hope so. And uh, we all know UCLA basketball will win this year. It's all good. Anyways. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let me be excited, man. Let me be excited. But anyways, Ben Fair, thank you very much, man. Uh, if any news, let me know next week. Um, the update for everybody out there. And episode 59 is done. So, Ben Fair, take, uh, have a good week. And I'll see you next season, my, my friend. Enjoy. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace.